Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show Tuesday Left Coast Edition. Now with a 90% chance of actually being broadcast. Yes, we are on live. If you want to join in the conversation, you can go to the Twitter page that's, uh, what, at Nooner Dan Marty. You can send us email at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. You can go on our uh, Tumblr that is maintained by uh, Tyson and uh, Darren, and uh, that's at snail mail. How, no, how does Tuesday that work? What's, what's your address here? Tumblr.com. 1753. Yep. Colorado, Colorado Boulevard. Boulevard. Eagle Rock. It's, 90026. Yep. yep. The door is always open. Yeah. For you. I've noticed if, that. If listener. you've passed the Trader Joe's, you've gone too far. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You would, you would love to have a stalker. I would love to have a visitor. A visitor. Uh, yeah. That, or or stalker. <laughs> Is there a difference? I don't know. Uh, by the way, good morning, everybody. And today's episode, thanks to our Indiegogo campaign, is dedicated to Joe Harvey. Joe Harvey. He's 34, and he works uh, in public information at a municipality in central Jersey. Oh, he's a PI. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Public information. Come on. This wasn't that hard. Well, private investigator. Yeah, I was saying. just saying something cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. You made Joe Jesus. cool. Joe is cool. <laughs> And we thank you for your patronage. Enjoy your show. All right. We'll see Enjoy you next Marty day. taking all the fun out of everything I say. No, I was just trying to Because it's up. not literal. I was just a little slow on the uptake. That's all. <laughs> like that with that crossfade where you faded it down and then nothing happened? I don't know what you're talking about. I would suggest an experiment where... It just built the tension. By the way, I'm Marty. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that other like very grumpy voice was Bill. I'm not grumpy at all. I'm Bill enjoying Robinson. how much you suck at this. And then... Then Steve Kruger is about to give us a little nugget of wisdom. No, not a, not wisdom nor nugget, but okay. something. No, next week I think Bill should run the board, and you should oh, yeah, you, you, you oh, should sit good. here and make I've fun actually of run soundboards yes. before. Well, then, then, then go really well, there then you go. Then it's. I'm not getting. Here. I'm not getting up earlier. There you go. I can barely make it here on time as it is. <laughs> well, you were one minute late today. Uh, I was waiting in my car. I got here early, and I was like, eh, I don't Dan Patrick's kind of on a roll. I'm going to listen to the closeout of the Dan Patrick morning show. Really? Then I'll come in. That's what you did? You, yeah. And now you're pimping another show? Um, yeah. God damn it. There's Fox just no, Sports LA, AM 570. There's no Home love. of the Dan Patrick show and the Dodgers. Oh, and Will Wilkins, thank you for getting us on the air. Sorry for that. There's a little gap. Um, and we will try to entertain you. And Olivia, good morning. Chris Brown, Hello. And uh, Peter WG and everybody else. Olivia's listening. back. And Everything's going to be okay, yeah. guys. Everything's and she sent okay. us uh, a new T-shirt design, and I will we'll discuss it after the show. Oh, but sweet! It's very cool. She's done great work for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming fifth uh, quarter, twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I, I'm growing. I planted the the cotton seeds. Yes. And so um, and I'm starting. You're farming to, cotton in your backyard. Yes. And uh, I'm going to do a DIY uh, like mill. Are you it. printing them with offset lithography or no, what, no, are, what are you doing? A, I've got the, a silk screen. The fourth color silk screen pressed yeah. downstairs in the garage. It's ready to go. I'm pretty impressed with myself that I pulled that out of my ass at this hour. <laughs> Four <laughs> offset <colors>. lithography. <laughs> look oh, look it up. Marge, uh, Maureen is listening and Jeff Takeover is listening. Okay. Uh, I start off every show talking about something in the news. Um, Which and, is why I start off every show coming late. 
And it's usually from a hippy-dippy perspective. War on drugs is useless. Climate change is getting worse. Wars in the Middle East are futile. Rich are getting richer. Poor are getting poorer. But Take a stand, know. Marty. Uh, no, I have. I definitely have. But the, the news right now is, just so, is kind of, it's, it's just a lot of the same. I don't know. Dead, um, chi- dead Asians? A dead Asians. God hates Asians yeah. and wants them to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Ukraine versus the, the Ukraine. Uh, yeah. And then climate change is getting worse, according to the IPCC. And it, it's just what we anticipated. The wealthy are getting wealthier. Are, they're wealthier than we thought. So that's no surprise. What about that wonderful movie director? I was just at his house over the weekend. He has this wonderful party. Brian, yo, yeah. he's, he's just, he has a marvelous party. So we all know <laughs> him as the director of Usual Suspects, and this is a couple X-Men movies. And now there are allegations that in 1999, he used his Hollywood status, mm. along with some drugs and alcohol, to seduce a 15-year-old aspiring actor. Those allegations aren't brand new. I was actually, one of my first jobs in production was as a PA on a major car commercial, might be Toyota, doesn't matter, that they shot down in Akron, Ohio, because they let them shut down both sides of the freeway, and they had a helicopter landing on the freeway, all this craziness. And um, uh, one of the guys who played Jason Voorhees was one of the stunt drivers, and I got to pick him up at the airport, and it was my first brush with Hollywood fame. But the commercial was directed by Brian Singer, and people were talking about that even then. It was Apt Pupil. It was on the set of Apt Pupil, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, people were talking about that even. This would have been 2001, 2000, 2001. I think this is the first uh, legal Legal action. action? Yes. So what were the rumors back then? He fucked fucked boys. Yeah, that was pretty much the rumor. HFB, as the kids call it. (laughs) Marty just looked at me like, what? He he fucked boys. He fucked boys. He fucked boys. Joke over. We'll we'll get to that. I I can't say the friend's name because I I actually emailed him when the story broke because he told me this years ago. He was up to write the Milk movie. Mm. That doesn't sound right. The Harvey Milk story. Yeah, Dustin. which at some Harvey point, Milk semicolon he fucked boys. He fucked boys. Dustin I don't know Black. if he did. No, he fucked boys. He, yeah, absolutely. He, he fucked not. James Franco. Yeah. Um. Not who wouldn't though. Yeah. I, you know. But he's this, a boy. He's. Uh. I guess at some point Brian Singer was going to direct the movie. Gus Van Sant eventually did. Has he come out as gay, Brian Singer? Why? Well, I, I think now you kind of have to. <laughs> well, these are allegations. We, yeah, I think everyone knows he's gay. Allegations okay. are truth. Have you seen Superman cultures. Returns? He's fucking gay. It's a, yeah, yeah. That's gay the gayest movie I've ever seen. Kevin Kevin Spacey's in every one of his movies. Gayer than gay. that uh, Batman movie with the giant cod pieces. In the same that was le- super league. gay, but that's Joel Schumacher who's super gay. Right. Yeah, he's like floating above the Earth, gay. Like he's an apt people. Did you ever read up? Yes, I loved it. It's it's a pretty gay story. I don't know. It has like just he made it gayer. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he, this this person he was just getting the kid in character was offered the job to write the the Harvey Milk movie for Brian Singer. But the caveat was you have to sleep with him, which this is like a, a you know a New York intellectual like what what who was fifteen at the time? It's, yeah, it's well, the yeah. He's, He's a young writer at the time, but he, 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 he politely declined. So I emailed him, like, was, was that true? And he, he doesn't want to say anything, so I won't say his name. He but, doesn't want to say anything. Well, he doesn't which... want to admit it to me because I have a big mouth. Oh, apparently. right, right. But, but he didn't deny it. Uh, well, no, no email was replied to, so I don't, oh, I don't know yeah. if it, it, it happened Maybe he's just sick of you. And just... But I've, I've met the dude. I mean, he seems like a normal whatever, but when you read about those parties, it reminds me of like Hollywood in the 30s when mm. the starlets would show up at 17 and guys would go, I'm going to put you in the pictures, and then they yeah, yeah. drop a digit on them. All the way up to there was, P- Polanski, just here, take take some pills, you'll feel better. Right, there's right. mouthwash in the bathrooms of all the mansions. So yes. The girls can wash out, rinse out their mouths after giving all the blowjobs they have to give in order yes. to get in a picture. Now it's boys. 
Well, it's, so, it's boys and progress. No, I, and I'm sure gays are creepy too. Yeah, I'm sure it was like you look at Liberace, and that's pretty predatory. You know how that? How uh, dare you, Marty? <laughs> he was wonderful. Don't say a bad word about Lee. So this actor has gone on to point fing- fingers at three other big Hollywood yes, producers. Yes, and I, I don't know anything about the case. Them, I don't know anything about. Well, here's the, he accused him okay, of drugging him and forcing sex. Well, and, that, that I all, I know he, that he contended that there's a like an basically an organized sex ring involving Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. but have you ever had sex with a girl? There's usually drugs involved. Right, right. <laughs> there's a little there's a little force. Yeah, and then but it's like these Hollywood producers are preying on teenagers. Yes. In, in is he accusing LA and, Ho- and Hawaii? Pardon my ignorance. Is he for, for the three? He's accusing three people. Is he accusing? Them, uh, two other accomplices in the event that happened with Brian Singer, or is there a separate incident that he's saying happened as well with other? Well, he said it was an ongoing thing that they would have parties in Encino and then go in mansions know. and then go on trips to Hawaii. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so. How do I get invited to these parties? These men each allegedly fondled or groped the accuser, sodomized him, forced him in to engage in oral copulation. And in or as gay guys call first date. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, gay guys. <laughs> and encouraged him to consume drugs or alcohol. You guys fuck a lot. Uh, young, yeah. young gay guys. Yeah. So, Well, if you've hung out in, in West Hollywood, it is a sea of young twinks, as they are called. Twinkies. Young, skinny, cute gay guys. And um, yeah, if you're in, in a position of power, you have a party and you invite... I've seen the pictures. You just invite a bunch of twinks and they all take their shirts off. And, and even I was like, I like, I like to hang out there. It looks like fun. You know, there's no chicks with mustaches talking about their dreams, you know. But just, at the same time, okay, <laughs> but let's be clear. This is hairless this is, boys that I just want to rub. Predatory and bad. Yes. Like, gays, be gays be bad too. Yes. But, but, okay, but this happened in what? 1978? No, no, 1999. Uh, Might as well be 1978. This is all happening around the release of, of a huge movie that he directed. Mm-hmm. Which oh, by is that way, he's dropped out of the yes, press, which is a lawyer saying, press, uh, and this goes on all the time. This is a lawyer saying to his lawyer, "We're going to go public. Pay us a fuckload of money." And he said, "No, I'm not." And they said, "Well, then you're going to be in the news, and we're everyone's going to be talking, including the little tiny people in podcast world, about Brian Singer." So it's kind of gross in the way that wh- why didn't he file the suit when he was 18? In 1998 or whatever, why didn't right. why did he wait right, till right. now? No, that that is true. I mean, because I'm sure Brian just, Singer was developing a script of his for ten years. And right, went right, nowhere. right. Like, and well, fuck it, this. Wanted to turn, around. turn around. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm suing you. So Hollywood is gross. That's the fucking takeaway. Stay right. stay where you are. Don't come out here unless you're a hairless 17 year old boy and you like the taste of cock. Lou worked, with and you're pro- the litigious type. Lou worked with a producer on Usual Suspects, and she heard um, stories from that set. Uh, that there were things that happened. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that this sort of thing happens whenever there's uh, there's money, money and power. And power. Yeah. yeah, so Absolutely. like if you're Berlusconi, you're going to have teenagers over in your bong- bunga bunga parties. And, uh, you know, Silvio Berlusconi. What did he direct? Uh, well, he's <laughs> the biggest media magnet in Italy, so. I know. Yeah, but I was like, what director Italy is this? Italy has a media outlet. Yes. And a boop a bop at a times. <laughs> <laughs> When I was shooting in Italy, that's all it was. I stole it from Family Guy. I would pretend to talk Italian, and then I would just go, "Oh, boo, ba, 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 manja, manja, boo, ba, ba, ba." And they were looking, "What the fuck are you saying?" Wherever I go, I just make up funny. And this is not an exclusively gay thing. That obviously, this it's is pretty gay though. Well, I mean, it's pretty you've gay. Got, you've got Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. You've got the Christian uh, congressman in Louisiana who was caught like with his staffer. We need more female directors so that I can get sexually abused. Um. <laughs> Sorry, was not, that out loud? Not, not going to happen. <laughs> I didn't think that was... Not going to happen. 
Yeah, that, on both fronts. Yeah, you don't really have. Well, I mean, I guess you hear it with teachers, but that's. I made out with Penny Marshall, but that was that was just the thing to do at the moment. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it was like kissing an ashtray. Yeah. No, I made out with some director woman. Oh, Amy Heckerling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like on a date the, with her. Or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, um, how was that? Nah. I'd rather make out with Brian Singer. Uh, she was. Uh, she directed. Um, uh, Clu- times, Clu- right? Clueless. And she also directed uh, an episode of, of uh, Carrie Diaries. Yes, I know. We yeah. talked about it in yeah. length. I actually watched it. Um, you took, did took me three hours. <laughs> you, you did spend the day with uh, Penny Marshall, though, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. I didn't make out with her. But I was like, if she's sexually harassed, I think she was fucking the actor that I went over to help audition for Saturday Night Live. But she also had a girlfriend. So I think she may be in, I don't know. Man, rich people can do whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, she's crazy. She's crazy, right? Crazy like a fox? Like, no, just crazy. Just crazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she, how- could, she couldn't find a glass to serve me water in her own kitchen, in the house she lived in. Right. Like, if I asked you right now, could I have a glass of water, do you think you could find a glass and fill it with water? So, yeah, to give everyone the, the full background, there was a friend of Penny Marshall's who was living with her at the time, right? And who was... I don't believe so. No, but he, he was, was an actor who was in a movie that she directed, like Riding in Cars with Boys or something. And he was auditioning for SNL. Yes, and, and asked me for help. I don't know and why. And so he spent the whole day, like, working on shit. He said, come up to the house. I figured it was his house, and then I'm in Penny Marshall's house with um, uh, a guy from Seinfeld and some, like, just huge people, and then me, and I'm like, what, what? And then I'm just with Penny Marshall all day. And she's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's one of those, I can't believe she directs a movie. But Watching the, her try and operate a vacuum cleaner, because the guy knocked his cigarettes over. He was chain smoking. It was right. gross. And she couldn't figure out how to make uh, a vacuum cleaner work. Which I would think that, like, that would be my stress test as a studio. Like, here's, here's a vacuum cleaner that you own. Can you operate it? No. Well, I don't know if is, we can get you on this movie. She admitted that. Like, I don't know lenses and stuff like that. It's not. It, it, but it, she you, know, direct, you don't need to know lenses to direct a movie. Right. You just need to be able to operate. <laughs> like, my maid can operate my fucking. Actually, you know what? I haven't touched mine in years. So maybe oh, I, maybe I can't. Wow. Time to take the stress test. Oh, boy. That, that's, you know what? When I get home, I'm going to see if I can operate that thing. John Hamm came out, uh, I think it was yesterday. He's gay? Before. Uh, no, oh. he was he was saying that basically the the uh, that Justin Bieber is just a a giant douchebag and take a stand, John. Yeah, well, no, wow. he was saying he was saying like he risks like, alienating his own fan base. Yes, and he was saying like well, you know, you, he that guy lack, lacks basic life skills and like like what we made him, the market made him. He wasn't plucked sure. out of a mall by a well, but he has pervert. mad dance skills. No, but here's here's the other end of the this whole thing is that he has parents and his parents chose to become leeches off of his success as opposed to being parents and so as does Liz- Lindsay Lohan yeah exactly and did I say her name right no you did okay. not Lindsay Lohan no. Lohan <laughs> Lo- I think Lohan. it's Lindsley 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 Lohan Lohan Leeson yeah Liam Neeson Liam Neeson Lady Liam Neeson admitted to his miscarriage on the Oprah Network it's called a period come on she's so fucked up on coke she finally got clean and had a period we need Emily where the hell is Emily We need some female person to discuss period. Yeah, is she having just, her period? Is I that what she's just fine? Is that what her sickness her is? She had her period. Oh she didn't know what it was. This is she's terrible. very this is young. Oh, <laughs> I, she had this I have moment. a book called "Are You There, God?" It's me, Margaret. I'm going to give it to her as, yeah. as a and don't give her Carrie. No, no. Uh, 
Yeah, like where were the parents of this 15-year-old actor who was going on trips with Brian Singer to Hawaii? Like They were waiting for the checks. I well, but the who is this actor guy? Obviously he didn't uh, he, well, that's uh, why he's suing. The checks never came. So his parents are making him sue. Yeah, if if, if all of this if, if all of this abuse led to roles and a successful Hollywood career, I probably wouldn't sue. Like, if you're rich and powerful, why not just hire prostitutes? Like, why? But that's too like. The, it's, where's the game in that? Where's the chase? Yeah, you know when and, I first, and you're not using your you're just using your rich. You're not using your power. You got to you got to use them both in yeah. conjunction. To when really you get, get a blowjob from someone that's like I usual like when they're you're getting platitudes while you're getting blown. That's better than paying for it. When I first, not that I would know, I never paid for it. When I first uh, was like trying to get an agent, I sent like back. This is back in the day when there was no digital stuff. You would get your stack of headshots and mm. cover letters and and send them out to potential agents and managers. And so I got like like two responses, and the, one of them was like this manager who invited me to what his West Hollywood. Suite, and I thought it was his office. Turns out it was his apartment, mm-hmm. and, and like you know, he, he had managed like people like uh, '80s stars, like Bronson Pinchot. I don't know if it was him, but uh, people of that. Whatever happened to Bronson Pinchot? I thought he was great. Uh, he has a show. He fixes houses he, now. He, He's he like hosts a, a show. That's dumb. He was a great physical comedian. He shouldn't do that. That's dumb. Well, he's making more money than you. Yeah, still, and a lot of people make more money than me doing things doing that are dumb. he's doing something he loves. Yeah. yeah Allegedly. But, but, well, <laughs> that's why he quit acting, too. Well, actually, he still acts, but he quit yeah. it, too. The world doesn't need another home-flipping bullshit but show. That's Who what fucking he, cares? That's what he no, loves. No, he does do. that. He doesn't, he, he, they built a show around it, but he moved back to like Pennsylvania, and right. he refurbishes Homes. It, it like, would have been better if people kept giving him comedy roles because he's a good actor. But if that's what he likes to do, and he, if he can get people to pay him to do it, dance for me, monkey, yeah. dance. Yeah. But I was thinking, so, I was watching Veep the other day. Wasted and, opportunity. And uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus does not need to work. Right. She's, Before even Saturday Night Live, she, she comes from a massive amounts of money. Has billions of dollars. Right. So she does that show. Then she gets Seinfeld, where she hits the million dollar an episode club, makes lots of money, yes, and then keeps working, yeah. And I'm glad. I'm I, I, sure. I just don't. And she under- works hard on Veep. I, she's not phoning it in. I do no, not no. know why. And I mean, their scripts to a come successful in, writer too. So. Their scripts come in over sixty pages, and they overshoot every episode. They work oh. their asses off. So. I'm at this manager's apartment. No, get back to your rape story. Yeah. No, and then, and we're in, I show. Marty's so scared, so frightened. And I show him my reel. in the corner. And like, and then I show him your reel, a metaphor, please. Hello, my little dumpling. Come in. The whole time I. Take your shoes off. As soon as I. Were you at a reel in the 90s? Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, it's just like student films and stuff like that. Still, I didn't think they... You were on You so Can't you Do That. So you brought a VHS tape. Yeah, yeah. We watched it on his VCR. Oh, yeah. Mm, let and me then, get out this other tape. Like, as I'm on the elevator... Did you have your guest spot from Hooperman? As I'm on my uh, the elevator leaving, the whole time I'm thinking, oh, he was just... That was just like... He wanted me to suck his dick. And mm. like the whole time... Why didn't I think of that 20 minutes ago? <laughs> right. And, like, and I'm thinking like... Do I either, still have a shot? <laughs> either he's thinking like... Okay, this guy doesn't get it. You know, like as I'm showing him the real. Like, he, Twenty years from now, he'll be doing a podcast out of his house. <laughs> did he really house. think that he's I was going going to sign him, or was he thinking like, oh, he's not as cute as his headshot? A <laughs> little bit will of he, both. Will he please leave? A little bit of both. Yeah. So that was that was my one brush with the the Hollywood casting couch. Uh, didn't get me anywhere. No, I didn't have the technique down. No, too much teeth. 
Yeah. yeah. You don't want to rake it. You just, just ever so gently nibble at the tip. Um, <laughs> yes. So I don't know if Brian Singer is guilty or not, but I just I know that okay. the, the timing of this is, is a little wonky. I know that yeah. I've already judged him. <laughs> yes, we know that you have. Oh, I judged him when he made Superman Returns. He should, he should be uh, sent to jail for that movie. Uh, do you think he's a, do you like any of his movies? Like, I rewatched The Usual Suspects. And yeah. it does sort of hold up until you realize, why would he make up all this stuff? Just there, there's, there, it, The absurdity of the ending catches up with you when you know, oh, he's just making this up. Then right. why? Right, right. What, what, it's, I, it, I thought it held up as well, but there also is a bit of like, so I just watched a two-hour movie that never happened. Well, that's a little frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Like that's kind of a cheap uh, <laughs> road device. That, right? Yes, and, but I, I do think it's entertaining. It's extremely well cast. Uh, absolutely. I mean, he got really lucky. That was his like his first major film. He had done that one public access before, which uh, was like a low budget. Did you see it? No. Uh, and then he just to land that he must have sucked any, some serious <laughs> dick. <I was> <laughs> some serious that. David Geffen dick. Was, so this is yeah. just payback now, making all these other people suck. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like a cycle of life, guys. fraternity. You yeah. know, you get hazed, and then when you get uh, you get a made man, whatever they do, whatever, whatever. God, happens. I hope he makes that argument in court. Yeah. Hey, I sucked a lot of dick to get here. I'm, they can suck my dick now. It's the fraternity hazing rule. It's the circle of cum. There's a precedent. <laughs> and you know that he was he's the executive producer on House. So for didn't know the that. entire run of the series. He probably did jack shit on it. You did know, you know why just, they called it House? Because uh, that was his name? Because uh, it was a reference to Sherlock Holmes. Oh. Holmes House. He's a, basically a detective doctor. Yes. Not uh, clever. Uh, but, boy, he must have rate, made just tens of millions off that show. For lots of boy raping money. Well, lots of boy raping money. You can but, rape a lot of boys with the money you make. You and he probably house. did such little work on that show. Yes. Wow. Well, welcome to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, so the spoils go the victor. Yeah, that's the and dream gig we're all looking for, just putting our name on something we don't have to touch and just cash checks. Did you see Valkyrie? Yes, it was all right. Yeah, yeah it's, he's okay. He's, I think he's a little overrated, but... Um, oh, I... I didn't think any of the X-Men he directed were that great. Yeah. Really? I liked, I liked the, the very second. first one I enjoyed. I liked the second one. The second one I thought was a mess. Oh, no, the third one was a complete mess. Which was the one where they added like 20 characters and they tried to turn it into a big war. And Third it, oh, it's just a mess. Uh, and then, but I'm looking forward to the Days of Future Past. I just reread the, the reboot. Uh, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the reboot. Was it First Class? X Men First yeah. Class? Yeah. I didn't enjoy that. I guess he's. I thought it was bloated and uh, really poorly cast. But are you excited for Days of Future Past? Did you ever read the? Uh, did you read the carrot book? The, the, yes, the, I own it. Yeah. I have the old John Byrne yeah, yeah. illustrated. And it's a great story. Chris Claremont story. Yeah, it's a really great story. I just don't I don't have any faith that it's going to be well executed. You've got Dinklage as Trask. I do like Dinklage. Yeah. Do you think that's his real name? A short guy named Dinklage? I know, that sucks. <laughs> like, he, as he's blowing a manager when he's trying to get into the business, he's like, uh, yeah, Peter Finkelbaum, no, I don't no, know if that's going to land no, with the, the flyover states. Let's, 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 what if let's, it was, let's capitalize on your, your smallness. How what about, yeah, let's was, call a spade a spade. Yeah. What if his, Peter Shrinklage? It's two on the nose. Peter Dinklage, done. No, that's what, who you are. What if his real name was like, Biglidge. Biglidge. Like, <laughs> uh, it's, it, people are not going to buy you could go, Irony's dead. You could go the Three <laughs> yeah, Stooges irony route. You know, Curly was the bald one. So right, you could right. go Peter. We were a lot smarter then. Yes. Peter Giants. Yeah. 
I always imagine the, the, there's an actor called Rock Hudson who was the epitome of manliness. <laughs> gay is shit. Gay is shit, and his, but his name, but that actually has nothing to do with the story. His name was like Myr- Myrtle Finkelbaum or something like. It was like the worst Jewiest. Sorry to the Jews, but I can say it because I'm one. Name and his Rock Hudson was a product of the studio going. We're going to rename you, and I always wished. They had just filmed that creative session while they're just sitting, like, throw out some names. Uh, Steel Hammer. That's eh, a little too much. A little too DC you know, comic. He sounds like a private detective. Rock Hudson was born Roy Harold Shearer. That's a little yeah. Jewish, but not that Jewy. I don't know. Tickled my Jew bone. <laughs> but that's Roy, Roy Shearer does not sound like a, a, it's not a romantic He's not a guy that, that every woman wants is moist just hearing his right. name, but that, Rock that's Hudson. That's the name of my tailor. That, is it Roy Shearer? Roy Shearer? Yeah. Now, there you go. You have a tailor and you still look like that? I didn't say he was a good tailor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but wh- yeah, I think Peter Dinklage might have. Been, they might have had a little creative session. Like, so, what would you do to to? Is there a way to curb the, this abuse of power in Hollywood? No, no. Well, uh, it's to punish it publicly. Punish the people who who do it, right? You want to you want to make it a verboten thing, right? But. It's not just what goes on Hollywood. It goes on in, in D.C. It goes on wherever there is power. It goes on in Wall Street. You don't you don't think those guys are having their way with women who want to get into the business or or, or, or whatever? I mean, it's it's a systemic yeah, it thing. In universities, right. yeah. Oh, you know, um, Darren just that's how my dad academia. met my mom. He, he, just, he was her student. What my my oh, mom was my dad. My oh, dad right. was my mom's student how'd or professor. Work? How'd that work out for them? Uh, they're divorced, right? But uh, um, they made beautiful me. <laughs> And your sister, too. Nah, she's not that beautiful. She kind of <laughs> uh, looks like Darren a man. reminded that, us that X3 was not directed by Singer. It was directed by the, the um, um, what's his name? Hey, Darren, you know who your superhero character is? The Corrector. The, and then his, his, his catchphrase with is, a K. K. you stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it go, Darren. No, no, let no, us no. be it's, wrong. It's true. Let us be wrong. No, it was directed by the um, Rush Hour guy. What's his name? That douchebag. Jackie Whatever. Chan. It sucked. Who da- the guy Jackie who Chan dated Serena Williams. Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Jack- Chan. It was directed by Jackie Chan. He directs his own movies. He does, but not. He lights them. He edits yeah. them. He carries. Like, the I'm equipment. not even going to look it up. I, I'm just going to. Who gonna cares? Let- the Asian directed. Chaplin. Uh, no, he's the Asian um, Keaton. There's not that big a difference between Chaplin and Keaton. They made Are you their own kidding? movies and directed their own movies. There's a huge lit their difference. own movies. There's a huge difference. One guy there is stylistically, but they both directed their own films. I also think he's the Asian Bruce Lee, though. I think he's I the would, Asian Woody Allen. That's what I think he is because he directed his own movies. You know, Asian Bruce Lee because he abuses young children. Also, uh, yeah. he doesn't abuse them; he marries them. That's <laughs> yeah. the opposite of that's abuse. the worst <laughs> sign of I abuse there is. Yeah, at least he married her after he raped her. I didn't think X Men Two was good either. So fuck Brian Singer. Oh, there you go, people. Lots of love on the Smodco network. Um, but thanks for the PA gig in 2001. Okay, so let's talk about uh, China. You have a, how, what's your, you, you are a Chinophile, right? Chinophile? Yeah, a Sinophile. Sinophile. Sure, why not? I love it. Yeah, but it's an incredibly oppressive place. There's, yes. no, there's no Twitter, no Facebook. Weibo. No YouTube. Is there Viber? And, um, I know that, but so people there is grinder for sure. Oh, there are gay people in China. Yeah, I saw gay what? people. Yes, were they openly gay? I mean, uh, someone tell Brian yeah. Singer. Yes. Ooh, this is one point five billion hairless people ready to be raped. <laughs> so people use uh, VPNs, these vir- virtual private networks, to get around. In Hong Kong, you can get on. You can get on that, but uh-huh. you, but, but in China, they, you can do it, but you have to change uh, your. 
your IP address every 15 minutes so that they yes. can't track you. But so. yeah, there's no Facebook, so there's no Twitter. Download, you like, really can't use you can use Google sparingly, but you try one search and it gives you nothing and then another search. It's heavily censored. Hmm. Which you know what? I think that's a good thing. <laughs> I think we're too free here. Yeah. I think we're we need we need some boundaries. Yeah. yeah I, having having read some YouTube comments recently, I think people need to shut the fuck up. Oh, I, you're I goddamn right. I can't right. imagine what it's like. We'll get into the internet comments later, but I can't imagine no, what it's like. Let's to not. Let's not. Oh, no, well. I can't wait to read the comments about our comments about internet comments. These guys are such blowhards. They know nothing of what they speak. Losers. You are gay, Ron Paul 2012. <laughs> <laughs> what, do we go back in time and elect him? I voted for him. What the fuck do you want? No. Um. Oh, it's Trash Day. It's Trash forget. Day every <laughs> right. every week. It's the Trash Day show on the Smart Go Internet Radio Network. So there's talking also, trash. You can't. With Marty you. you can't access porn in China either. Oh, fuck yes. that! I'm not going. It's hard. So that's what she said. <laughs> um, Marty, you're better so than that. Th- I know. There's you're a, better than that. There's to determine what is porn. That that cannot be done by a Oh, well, a that'd be a good gig. Yeah, so there's a guy. Uh, his name is... Uh, One guy. Chen Chi Liu. And he is... Uh, he lives... Well, I mean, he's one of many, I'm sure, but he's 59 nah, I bet they just got the one guy. He, he, Only one job for you. Now, I think there's probably about 150 billion people doing that yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. I, I watched five people um, wash uh, a, a one-foot square of, of pavement with a, two uh, supervisors. For hours. Yeah. Every, every job has five people. Um, if they were doing a podcast, there'd be 12 more people here, like us, when, so, they, when, they, when we sell this format to China. Yeah. They just, Listless masturbation and racism. Yeah, there, there's someone who's going to do a really poor translation of it, and every beat and every like, bad joke and, and fuck up, they're going to try to replicate in Chinese. They're looking for content. I bet I, they'd I, have great stingers, though. Yeah. On great time, timely stingers. On time. Uh, so this guy, he was a cop, I think, and he was just assigned to to focus the... Uh, what? I'm giving your dog the finger. Oh. It's this new thing I do. I see if I get an, a rise out of any dog. Well, I've trained him to ignore <laughs> such vulgarities. So this guy it was assigned to decide what is porn and what isn't. So he watches uh, according to... Th- and by the way, this is all through Chinese media, so who knows how true right. this is. But uh, so it's all watched, through the, the prism of that same guy. He watches 329 pornographic videos a day. And during his last... Amateur. <laughs> the last five years, he's seen over 600,000 adult films. I'm like, okay, so he gets paid to do that. And I don't, like... But he says... Yeah, you got to outsource, Marty. You're in the wrong business. Yeah, I know. I should move to China and become I would censor. think at that point it would be, become white noise. I think after the fourth hour of pornography... It just looks like nothing. Well, he's it's like the matrix. Usually after the second minute for yeah. me. Well, according to uh, this this uh, report, Mr. Liu's his it gave him huge uh, massive distress watching these things. He was he would vomit. He was wow. uh, unable to eat his lunch and <laughs> his he, yogurt. And he couldn't tell his <laughs> wife that he he had this that that's what his his job was. So one time, did it improve their sex life? Uh, one time he, she called him, and this is according to the story, and she could hear the moaning in the background as a video was playing, and he had to confess that that's what his job was. And according to this story, his, his mother had a heart attack when she heard, or she heard the news. Oh, uh, very Chinese. 
Well, it's I mean, it's a repressive place, and and I imagine that would happen in a Muslim country as well. Are you hungry for dumplings too? I just got real hungry for dumplings. I don't know. I have to, is this is, I, it, is that the is, Shanghai dumplings sound really good? Is right that now. like showing you're real? Is that is this more <laughs> more code? So yeah, I guess they don't like the porn over there, and they pay one guy to watch it all. That that seems wildly inefficient. Well, why that one guy? But Britain is banned porn, which of course. If you go to like, if you've been sexually assaulted, you want to go to a sexual assault site. Some of the words block that site, so you can't get help for your malady. Like it's it's porn wants to be free. As I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> a, Today's I'm like quoting Malcolm McLuhan. Malcolm McLuhan. <laughs> Malcolm McLuhan. Porn wants to be free. Marshall McLuhan. Marshall McLuhan. I'm, I always mix them up with Malcolm McLaren. Yeah, but they are total wildly different people. Yeah, Marshall McLuhan was a futurist of sorts. Yes, and Malcolm uh, McLaren produced the Sex Pistols. Yes, and I met him. Once. At a, McLuhan at a, or McLaren? The Sex Pistol one. At a Seder. Of, of all fucking, like... I'm like, that guy... And of course, the ding-dong I was dating was like, who's that? He's very well-dressed. I'm like, that guy fucking <laughs> created the Sex Pistols. Oh. And, he, and I just said, hi, what are you doing here? And he's blah, 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 blah. But he told me of all, what all the things meant in the, in the Seder. You know, what right. the... I, which I know, because I'm... A Jew, yeah, yeah. but I just sat there and went, mm-hmm, mm, oh. And they, they eat this because of this and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you, you seem to know a lot. And he says, I just do. Or I said, how do you know so much? He said, I just do. That's and so walked funny. away. And I went, ah, he killed Sid Vicious. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> he created punk rock. Yeah, and then killed, killed a man. Let him, let him uh, shoot heroin into his eyeballs. I'm really sorry. The dog is freaking out about something. That's all right. All right. Uh, so what's the answer? Uh, should we airlift porn into China to liberate them? Well, I, th- that's my, that would be Fire my plan. It off is, of uh, catapults like they did in last week's Game of Thrones? I think, you know, there are South Koreans. Who, it wasn't porn. It was something else, but they, they used. They send balloons over full, filled with. Uh, porn? No, with money and like, and uh, thumb drives filled with like. Porn? Videos, but no, I, they should put porn on it. But I'm sure it's like soap operas and whatever, and news and. But isn't music. that isn't that how you? Uh, if you're looking at 1.4 billion, you're, a lot of people to keep them calm and not go. Wait, why are those people rich and I'm not? Like, there's great income inequality, far worse than our country. Wouldn't you want to sprinkle a little? Well, they do. They send money over. But as a, but why wouldn't they just allow porn? Just let yeah yeah. In but, North Korea? you need you need some safety valves in there. China. There's going to be a hell of a revolution. Yeah, so a little porn lets, lets the men relax, and then they don't take to the streets. The Arab Spring is just, we have no porn. What are we going to do? Let's throw rocks at the well, government. Well, they're trying to control the population there, too. They don't want people ha- having rampant sex because then they'll have too many kids. I think, isn't, isn't women porn are, make you have less sex? Can't you get your rocks off without having to impregnate a woman? Um, I guess so. Who's not allowed to have birth control? Uh, they, no, they have birth control. Oh, they control. love birth control yeah. there. Ooh, good. Yeah. We got to go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, girls do not want to get knocked up so there. So explain again, porn wants to be free? Porn wants to be free. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's a quote. I think that should be on a shirt. I saw a dude with, uh, in a hike yesterday, and he had a shirt that said, Got AIDS? Question mark, like the got milk. And Oof. I thought, uh, and he's very he's an emaciated African-American man. I thought, well, he maybe he has it or not, but is that appropriate to wear that shirt around? Got AIDS? And, it's a hell of a conversation starter. Oh, I was, I, well, I threw him to the ground just to begin. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Look at me with your AIDS eyes. Only I can make AIDS jokes. On the back, it had some, you know, uh, AIDS hospice line things that, you know, uh, websites or whatever. But that's a that's a bold statement. Got AIDS? 
Yeah. That's and not AYDS, not the appetite suppressant candy yeah. from the 80s. In 70s. 70s. 80s. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You I sent him over to China. But it's not saying get AIDS. No, got AIDS. Yeah. No, and then so, you look at the back. So like, if it was got, if go, it was get, go get AIDS. Go get help here. It would be, that would, it would be, be a little more aggressive. A little more aggressive. Want and, AIDS? Yeah. Like, no, no, thank you. Here's AIDS. Here's AIDS. I have AIDS. These are AIDS. Hey, go. Go, go, go. Finity, go, go, finity, go. He's been a piece of work on a place of your name. All right, so Joe Harvey is our today's sponsor. Cool Joe Harvey, the PI from New Jersey. PI, what? Ugh. So I uh, sent him some softballs, and I thought we would get into them. Coming at him in threes, gonna put him at ease. <laughs> softballs. I would sing more, but I haven't actually heard the actual softball theme song in over a year and a half. Uh, well, it's here somewhere. So it's in a folder. <laughs> the first one is what's the best breakfast cereal on the market? And eight-year-old Joe says cinnamon toast crunch. Duh, of course, it's the best cereal out there. Thirty-four-year-old Joe says Cheerios. I'm a plain and simple kind of guy. Plus, they work as a snack too. Um, what <laughs> Cheerios? Yeah, exactly. Snooze. Come on, Joe, you're better than that. At least honey toast, whatever. Honey I'll bomb. I'll I'll one up. In uh, boredom and obnoxiousness, I think the uh, organic high-fiber toasted O's from Trader Joe's are fucking amazing. You can let those things sit in milk for an hour, and they still hold their crunch. That, that doesn't mean that's a good thing. Yeah, it does. Cereal goes soggy, and it's like But who, slurping who takes an hour jizz. to eat cereal? And Who does what? No, I'm just saying it's it's an exaggeration. If you oh, if you if you have to take a phone call, if you're slowing your if you're slowing down, if you're when, not that hungry, when you're alone, you need to stretch things out, Marty. You need to Marty has take, to check take, on his dogs because they've your, been barking nonstop for an hour. Oh, no, they're fine. Kicked they're, out of the house. They're working it out. I I love. I respect sweet. a cereal that holds its crunch. Yeah, that's, that's why. I'm that's why I don't eat it anymore. Uh, Fruit Loops are disgusting. They turn to paste. Yes, We're like the second the milk touches them, it's just paste. But I loved. What's, what's what's the one with the marshmallows? Lucky Charms. Loved Lucky Charms. And then the Pac-Man made a cereal that had more mush, marshmallows than actual cereal. Uh, they just went out, Marty. They, they go, he brings them in, and they just go right out. Mr. T had a pretty good marshmallow-based cereal. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to give whatever she was barking at, like that squirrel, a chance to get away. <laughs> okay. I found a dead possum over the weekend. Uh, and they're back at it again. No, no. Oh, no uh, they're just barking at you. Like We, we had that thing cornered. The fuck, uh, but cinnamon toast crunch, right? No, I, I liked. Um, actually, I liked honeycombs because they were simple, but they were huge. Oh, and they had big, big bite. Big, big bite. <laughs> honeycombs got big, big, big bite. bite. What They're was the not uh, small, small, small? Right? Is that small? not at all? Yeah. What was the uh, what was the cereal that was chocolate chip cookies and had like a burglar? For cookies a, and yeah. cream. No, no, no. No, uh, uh, it was Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Cookies yeah, for breakfast. One. Yeah. yeah no wonder us. we're fucking morbidly obese. That was some great manufacturing there. Like each little one looked like a little chocolate chip cookie. I loved Booberry. Actually, I even loved Frankenberry more. No, Booberry, because Booberry <laughs> no, wait, was harder no, to wait. find. Blue. No red. No. <laughs> Nice money Python reverend. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Booberry was harder to find. Count Chocula and Frankenberry were more regularly on the shelves, but Booberry was the the uh, 
The hot item, the one that just went off the shelves quickly. Yeah. I love this new stuff. It's called Diabetes. It's just pure sugar. No, it's not even pure sugar. It's just diabetes. It's just <laughs> it's a bowl full of yeah, diabetes. Yeah, it's a bowl full. I can't and on the box it says got diabetes. Yeah, I can't exactly. believe we ate all that shit. You know, I wasn't allowed to. We'd only do it on road trips. So we'd be in some motel. My mom had a threshold of grams of carbohydrates. She said under 28 grams per serving. So I learned to read the box and become a little Jew negotiator. I would go, it's 29 because it's, it's frosted flakes or not frosted, uh, honey, uh, frosted mini wheats. But it's mostly fire. You know, I would, she's like, no, it has to be 28 because like Cheerios were like 28 grams of, right. of sugar per serving. Cookie Crisp was like 57. So she just gave me this number and I would just go up and down the aisle and check out the boxes and um, learn, learn to uh, become a salesman. But now, yeah, I'm like, we're grown up, so I don't eat. We eat Trader Joe's hippie shit. I don't. Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, my girlfriend and I bake our own granola. Yeah. With fresh oats and whatever else the fuck you put in granola. I didn't. Let me, let me rephrase that. My girlfriend bakes the, her own granola. <laughs> yes, I eat my girlfriend's granola. <laughs> Yeah, I but I didn't know that eating sweet cereal, which the best part is not the cereal, but the milk, the milk that is that left over. Color, that, yeah. That's that is what horchata is. I didn't know. I was preparing myself to move to Los Angeles <laughs> and drink. Like, what is this horchata? It's a sweetened milk drink. Like, it's the leftovers it's after of, cereal. After cereal, so none of the cereal part. It's fucking awesome. But yeah, Cheerios just remind me of. Um, Road trips and bags of it. And here, just eat some Cheerios and shut the fuck up. Do you ever do the thing with the little mini box where you can actually make the box a bowl? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do in, in like little, in like motels and like, mm. you know, on, on our way to. I only did that once and then realized how stupid it was because there were bowls readily available, but I just wanted to experience yeah. it. Yeah, you're yeah, eating you, it out of a box. You're yeah. like a fucking, yeah, yeah, you're weird. a spaceman. And, and you had, you know, I had my little Swiss Army knife and that's probably the only thing I ever cut with it <laughs> was like a little opening in the, in the. No, no, mom, I'll open it myself. Yeah, I got it. Cutting through, but you cut through the bottom, and then the milk goes right through. Yeah. Did you use the saw or the blade? The blade. The blade. Oh, okay. yeah. I but I cut through. Saw. I would always cut through the, the bottom of the box, and then it would start leaking out the bottom. So I would have to eat the bowl, the box in a bowl. It was just sitting off kilter in a bowl because it doesn't sit flat. It was. That's the longest discussion on breakfast. Good question. Yeah. Breakfast cereal. Yeah, you know, tricks. The, all of them are the same flavor. Everything's all. Everything's just diabetes. Have, there's no <laughs> flavor. Oh. Uh, so the second softball for Joe was, aside from flighter and visibility, what superpower would you want? And he, he said, uh, the Green Lantern has long been my favorite superhero. Shocker. There's something awesome about uh, being able to use your will, uh, uh, willpower to create solid energy constructs. Being able to conjure up defenses and offenses um, from your imagination makes it such a cool power. So give me a green uh, green power ring and... And lantern to charge it, and I will give you an oath. Uh, That's like too that. much gear to carry around. Well, he, he doesn't. You forget the lantern. You're like, ah, fuck. Now he's in this ring. And I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Yeah, that would be terrible if, like, you know, he's out in outer space and he's like, oh fuck, I left the ring yeah, behind. Yeah. Or, or you're at the, the bar and everyone thinks you're married because you're wearing a ring, so the girls don't talk. To you. Oh, it's he's like married. The, it's a dopey looking ring. Oh, no, that's that's rough. But the power that you, that comes with it. Would you get that out of a cereal box? The darkest day and the blackest night. No you have to say shit all the time, or just the one time? I don't, I don't know. I think when you get it, you have to do it. If I have to say shit when I use my power, I want it to be like a one or two syllables, like Shazam or Kabah. So, what power? I don't would want you to want? have to like recite something. What power would you want besides flight or invisibility? Hmm. Come on, Steve. The power of Brian Singer. <laughs> 
come up to my apartment. We'll uh, we'll talk about your role in the next X Men film. The power. Of- oh, look, my penis fell into your ass. <laughs> The power of passive income. Again and again, again, and, again, and, again, and, again. And, and there it is again, and it has fallen in again. I'm sorry. I'm so clumsy. <laughs> clumsy me. Oh, such is the power of Brian Singer. He doesn't really sound like that. No, he doesn't. I'm really not nailing his voice. No. I want to do it as Liberace, but that's, that's dead on. The power of Liberace, just to, to entertain and want to make people happy and hide the fact that I'm gay. <laughs> just hide. Pretty, Quote, pretty, unquote, hide. Hide the fact that I'm gay. Bill, did you come up with one? Yeah, the power of passive income. Oh, yeah, just like the power to sweat gold. Just checks, just checks arriving for some suggestion I made 10 years ago. That'd be great. <laughs> the power of attorney. That would be fun. Mm. I like to sue people. Yeah. I'd, I'd sue a few people. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's not a superpower. I've though. had this. I've, it, it, trust me, I've had power of attorney over my mom before. It's a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Once in your life, you should have power of attorney over your mom. She got real sick, and I, I got power of attorney. Oh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> I threw it down a flight of stairs. <laughs> You're like, there are going to be a few changes yeah. right here. <laughs> I am your father Welcome now. To the new regime. Yes, it was great. But she got better. She but got better. Thanks but yes. to your power. Your thanks superpower. to my. I, I was a benevolent dictator. Oh, that Wolverine healing power is pretty dope. I hate being sick. Oh yeah. And that's then he doesn't one. age, and he can drink a lot. Smoke yeah. cigars and not have one. any, any repercussions. Yes. You can get diabetes and AIDS all you want. You're yeah. like, ah, knock, knock be, that out over the weekend. Just had a little Theraflu and some hot tea. Yeah. Got be, rid of AIDS. Eating blueberry and smoking stogies. That'd be <laughs> fucking great. I don't. I I like the act of smoking cigars, but they make me ill. The amount of nicotine I take in, like. I haven't smoked one in a long time. Yeah. I don't think I've smoked one since I stopped smoking cigarettes too. So I, I don't, it's I don't not know. Even, how it would I know you're me. not supposed to inhale, and I don't. But it doesn't matter. I'm, like I once was on stage with a a cigar in my mouth, and, and it wasn't lit. It was just a prop. And I got was this in the stage? Brian Singer's? Yeah, yeah. I had a guest, cigar guest yeah. house in the Hollywood in house, Hills. In and out of my mouth. You wearing a diaper and smoking a cigar, and the cigar was Brian's. Do it again, baby anus. Huey. Do it again. No, but I just the the tobacco Dance. in in my lips gave me a buzz, and I was wow. Yeah. Uh, so, because Joe works in uh, for the government in New Jersey as a PI. I asked him, what do you really think about Chris Christie? For those of you who not, are not Americans, Chris Christie is the governor. He's of, the Michelin man. Yeah. If you want pot to be legal, move to Colorado. Yes. He's the, is there something he's, like that? He's a very... Was he just um, quoted as saying something like that? Uh, he's, a, he's a very strong personality. Uh, he's Gandolfini-esque. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a blowhard. Uh, can you give us a little Gandolfini? Yes, and he's a large man. Chris Christie, 2015. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the tag on this the commercial, just sponsored by. <laughs> I'm blowing some serious bo into this mic. Whoever's wh- whoever records here next is going to be sad. Yeah, so he's not been, bo, b- bad breath. Uh, breath odor. I, I t- assigned a new acronym because apparently that's who, what you can do these days. Pi becomes public information. Sure, why not? Bo becomes breath odor. Breath odor. Uh, Assigning new acronyms. So. Uh, he's been under fire for uh, allegedly orchestrating the, a bridge closure in uh, New Jersey yes. uh, that crippled a town like to get into New York. Um, they, they closed two of the three lanes to get onto the George Washington Bridge. Which, which leads from New Jersey to New York. Right. And that c- caused delays. And why did he three, do it? Three, four, five hours. Because supposedly the mayor of that town, Fort Lee, did not um, endorse Chris Christie. Yes. And he was a Democrat. Yes. So. And Chris Christie is a Republican. So yes. he he's, has a reputation of being a bully. I like it. I think that's very presidential. That, I, that's how you get shit done. I, I think, yes. To, to, but 
if you're also corrupt, then that's a problem. It's one Who, thing. Who's to be, not corrupt in Washington? Fair enough, but you have to be a little more subtle than uh, you. you it's there's something really petty about closing down two lanes. Yeah, but he got what he wanted, and no, if he it, didn't, he didn't get the endorsement. Mm, yeah, but he won. He won. He won. He, yeah, in a he, landslide. He was going to win without. He just he wanted this weird consensus amongst all the, the entire state because it's a, essentially a blue state. I understand. So, uh, I for some reason I appreciate it. I appreciate them going. Oh, you, it's it's small and petty, but that's how wars are won. Uh, the, heart, the hearts and minds of, of battle people. by battle. Uh, yeah, I now just his, since this scandal has come out, he's he's uh, his public support has gone down, and his his bid to become a president a presidential nominee. I think it's a shame has gone down too. Yeah, it just makes me like him more. Uh, so here is what Joe, that's what presidents do. They're they're not nice people. They're well, the CEOs of company aren't, aren't no. warm fuzzy people. You they have to they be, have to, you you can have to crush nice. your enemies. You can be nice, but you, and I think it's it's a. There's a difference between being strong and being a bully. And yeah, but we're America. We are bullies. That's how we get no, shit but done. I don't that's think we are. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. Well, yes, it, been, I think it's not, true, but it'd be nice if it wasn't. Yeah. I live in the real world, Marty. I don't live in your fantasy liberal NPR <laughs> Volvo driving world. I live in the real world. I think it's world. safe to say we bullied the Native Americans. Yes. Yes. I think it's safe to say we bullied the Mexicans here in Southern California. Yeah. Oh my God, Moon Queen is just out of her gourd. She's just like, let me out, let me out. Oh, she's got crazy eyes. She's got crazy eyes. Whoa, yeah. hey, McQueen, don't so, kill me. Uh, Lou Glue uh, just uh, put the hammer down on, on Chris Christie, calling him a bullying mafioso blowhard. Yeah, yeah. So this is also but they like get a, shit done. That's like, like I, a Brooklyn I, I, band. I, if Democrats were more bullying, and I know it's not in their nature, and that's just not in it's not how they're branded, but. If Obama bullied a little more, I think he'd get more done. I think mm. he he's he he wants to have a discussion. No, but he's, and there's there it's the sides are too far apart. No, so. but that's why he's been doing all these executive orders. Yes, and, and it took him eight years to go. Fuck you! No, I don't need five you. Years, five years. Well, he needed to get reelected before he could start pushing pushing. Darren, how many years? How many years? <laughs> Quickly, the corrector so, to the rescue. Yeah, he's been in office five years and four months. That's it? Yeah. It feels longer. Yeah, it does feel Christ. longer. So this is what uh, Joe thinks of, of Chris Christie. <laughs> While I admire the way the man handled his duties during a crisis, like Sandy and Irene, the hurricanes, uh, all of his other actions have been deplorable. The biggest problem I have with Governor Christie is the same problem I've had with previous go governors of the Garden State, his inability to change the way schools are funded in New Jersey. And, and that, Right on. See, and he I, thought have no, I have no idea how they're funded. In Joe New says, uh, signal the rest of the crew snoring. Um, <laughs> New Jersey is still one of the few states that funds its schools. The Gandolfini snore. <laughs> no, then it just stops abruptly. Oh. He's got that sleep apnea, I would yeah. imagine. Uh, oh, he's dead. Get, yeah, he died in his sleep. He's got that heart attack thing That's going right. on. Terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. Uh, Him and all the WWF guys from the 80s. Uh, the, yeah, who was it that just died? Um, the ultimate, ultimate uh, warrior, I think. Warrior. Heard so, some sad statistic that from like WrestleMania six, which took place in the nineties, like, and I'm blowing the statistic, but a third, two thirds of the people who performed in that, who were in their twenties at the time, are dead already. I wonder if that's steroid use. Do you really wonder? Well, because it is. Oh, it is. Is that? Oh, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 yeah mean, that's the problem. That that's that's an enter that it's. I don't even consider it a sport, and that's not a derogatory, but it's definitely an entertainment. We're talking about needing to clean up Hollywood. Uh, you putting a gun to your head when you join that that federation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Although I suppose it's not a federation anymore. Or the NFL. You know, same, mm. same problems, I think. So he says, uh, New Jersey is one, still one of the few states that funds its school through local property taxes, which is probably uh, perhaps the most arcane and regressive way uh, to raise school funds. Couple this with his annual statements about how he never uh, raised state taxes. Annual while this, statements? Annual statements. Well, at the same time, he has eliminated uh, property tax rebates for senior citizens and decreased state aid to schools. Both of these mean higher property tax bills for residents. So in reality, he has raised taxes a lot. What are these facts and Wait, data you pull? I look, at the, he paid for this. So this we got to give him his... his, <laughs> okay. his this is what having a show dedicated to you means. Yes. So the big mouth passes the blame on to local officials for increased taxes, when in reality, he and his administrations are the ones to blame. If someone could just change the system and institute a progressive income tax to raise school funds, education could come at a lower cost to residents. Lastly... He's a loudmouth bully who breeds a similar environment in his staff, so much so that they would risk the safety of thousands of people's lives uh, because a mayor in, of a Democratic town did not support his bid for re-election, even though he was way ahead in the polls uh, by more than 8%. His staff caused massive delays on one of the busiest, if not, uh, it is the busiest bridge in the world, and thought no one uh, would look into it. Then he reported. Uh, then the report he ordered, of uh, which he billed to the state at the cost of... Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, had nothing uh, that report showed that he had nothing to do with it um real convenient so uh, just to add a little jersey to this rent he's a douchebag there you go all right um, thank you giving joe. you a platform here yeah. on the smart coast morning show yes and then uh joe also wanted to say that he uh, he had a favorite uh, we w- he wanted to mention this website, and if you you could uh, put this on the Tumblr page, it's Mikey Strong Twenty Three. That's M I K E Y Strong Twenty Three. Is that www? Uh, I I guess so. I don't know. Um, HTTP colon backslash backslash www dot. So Mikey Mikey Nichols Mike, is a Mike. local kid who broke a vertebrae playing uh, hockey. He's in recovery and is determined to walk again and has also said that he will skate again. He's a positive kid going through a tough time, and the family could use his, uh, some help. I figure maybe some of the fellow listeners could lend a hand to a great cause. So thank you so much for the free funny and for this episode dedication. Keep up the good work, everyone. Joe Harvey. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, cool Joe Harvey. Yeah, that's awesome, awesome stuff. And thank you for bringing us to the top of the hour on the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. Unless you're potting this. Wow, Marty, that was actually pretty good. Was, uh, that, that was me. That was, uh, <laughs> I'm throwing my voice. <laughs> shimmer, 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 shimmer. <laughs> I tried to stretch that one out because I saw Marty scrambling with the mouse. Oh, God. Thought, God here God. we go. I was in the middle of doing one thing and then I, I switched over. Very uh, impressive. Yeah. So. Um, we, we got him. Boston Marathon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Boston, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was won by an American first For the time. first time in like 31 now, years? Now, yeah, do you think... Well, I, I ran it in 80... No, 83. Uh-huh. I ran it in 86, but did I, didn't, I didn't win it, no. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I did not win. That, where's your Boston pride? You I know. Uh, do you think they nice sort of... effort, wimp. They said... Uh, that's an American win. It feels a little PR-ish. I mean, very PR-ish. Yeah, I, I'm not cynical or anything. I just, <laughs> just curious. And I like, love that he's an American with one of the world's most unpronounceable names. Yeah, not real American. Where Joe Finkelbaum? What was Rock Hudson's name? Um, Peter Shearer. Dinklage. R- Roy Shearer. Roy Shearer. Junior. Junior. Yeah. Jewy McShrinkage. I'm surprised Junior. they didn't uh, just like 
drag the corpse of that other dead brother all 26 miles. Oh, so, wow. Just oh, there's such, a, a trail of... Uh, yeah, just, that's an Indiegogo campaign yeah, I would have supported. Dragging, whatever, however you... Don't, don't people like get people to support you yeah. when you're running Well, marathons? there's a famous guy who, who runs every year, an old guy, and his kid is disabled. He pushes him in a wheelchair. Right. I remember seeing him when I was a kid. So they have the wheelchair kid sit this one out and put the dead body of the brother and let people just whip eggs at him all 26 yeah. miles. That would be all. And then totally dump, down. dump him in over the finish line and then people just rip him to pieces. Right. That, that would have been a little... Free for all. Not as, you know, patriotic, but I, that, that would have been fun. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't think people realize what a big deal that that the marathon is. Mm. Like... It's a, a state holiday in Massachusetts. It's Patriots Day, something like that. Oh, really? Not New England, not the football team. Right. <laughs> um, They've got their own day. That's every yeah, Sunday that's from, from September until the Super Bowl. But you get the day off. So it's a Monday. It's also uh, April, so you're just desperate to get outside because you have nice been, you've been first time in stuck forever. indoors. And Boston is, um, what's this thing we call it? It's a city. It's not this hellscape of L.A., of a disconnected suburbs. Right. Everyone knows each other. It's very, very small. So you just walk out, and you go, and you watch the marathon. And there's a tiny bit of drinking going on. I can imagine. it's the Irish Catholics there. I dated a girl whose dad had a party at the very top of Heartbreak Hill, which is a fucking nightmare. After 18 miles of running, it's just a hill for five miles. It's just endless. And he was at the very peak of it. Poor city planning. He would just get... He and his, his girl and all her uh, Irish brothers and cousins were just shit-faced on the front lawn screaming at uh, people who were close to death from exhaustion as he's pumping the keg and, you know, whipping beer at them. It was That's awesome. If you have the chance, if, if your life brings you to Boston on Patriots Day, go hang out. It is something else. If, however, you were in Cleveland yesterday, <laughs> oh, God. you would have enjoyed you would have been the morbidly depressed <laughs> Polish culture known as Dingus Day. <sighs> All right, so that reminds me, we that's were, made national news. There were on, there were L.A. based reality TV the, programs filming in Cleveland for Dingus the, Day. The T-shirt, the Dingus Day Parade on the smod- to find out who was crowned the Dingus Queen on this podcast T-shirt. We want to have some hashtags, and one of them. Should be definitely fuck Cleveland, but uh, yeah. For all of the wonderful things it brings, Boston strong, comma fuck Cleveland. Yeah. So tweet in, tweet in what what thing, what things like, what little phrases, tropes, tropes that define the show that you would want on the. uh, Oh, I like that. The T-shirt. So that That is good. At noon, so they're going to actually looking into a window or mirror. uh, 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 (laughs) Normally, we'd look in a window. On the shirt, it's going to be an actual hashtag, and then the. Yeah, the phrase. Yeah, so when so. you click on it, you can see other T-shirts that have that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be so really cool. Start, and they come up to you and click on your hashtag in your shirt because they want to see all the other really shirts. They're not really interested in your nipples. They just want, no. I want to see want where else hashtag. this is trending. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So let us know at Nooner Dan Marty, and we'll, we we'll, we'll compile a list and uh, we'll coordinate with. We should have Olivia. a QR code on the back that li- uh, links to the I, website. I found out what the dogs are freaking out about. What? There's a raccoon like just like at. People, whatever, human height in the tree, mm-hmm. and it's stuck in the, this uh, palm tree back there, and it oh. looks terrified. Good. It's, it's so cute. And so the dogs were... Uh, well, it's, it's Raccoon's big day. Like, it's trash day. Like, they've, he's been up all night <laughs> yeah, he's working. Like, he's like, come on, I just got to get there before the <laughs> trash man does. <laughs> Marty always has, always has some good shit in his trash. No, we, they don't get into our trash, but... Um, 
Yes. You know what I find really ir- cute. I think it's. Oh, I should take a picture. Ironic? No, I, I'm not sure if I'm using the word correctly. They started filming uh, the reboot of the Terminator today because I know because I know someone working on it, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is he in the reboot? Yes. Or reboot or re- next one or the th- I don't know where the I don't know where we are in that this this game, but they start filming today in New Orleans with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was mayor mayor was governor of the state during the period that Runaway Production left and went to New Orleans. So the right. guy that could have actually stopped uh. the fact that lots of movies are now shot in this friend of mine had to move to New Orleans. He's going to work on the movie for like five months. Right. But that movie is set in Los Angeles. We've seen The Terminator. Yeah. It should be shot here. In fact, I just worked with uh, Brian Thompson, who was the actor. He and Bill Pullman were two of the three punk rockers yeah. who were like the, he's the first ki- he's the first character killed in uh, The Terminator. Uh, Brian Thompson. He also yes. was a bad guy, and he's a stunt guy, and it was shot up bad guy in Buffy and all yeah. that stuff at uh, Griffith Observatory. Yeah, that scene. Because punk, punk rock kids hang out, <laughs> yeah. look at, look at they stars. They want to know more about the stars. Yeah, let's learn about stars and moons. They're so angry because they haven't found their place yet in the universe. Yeah. And they're seeking it. If you've, been, if you've seen the Griffith Observatory, it's a famous scene in a James Dean movie. And you see it in movies. It, it's not where um, blue hair... Paula Abdul video that uh, references the yeah, uh, James Yeah, blue-haired punk rock guys don't hang out up there. That's not, their, that's not their scene. But yes, the first scene in The Terminator, when he comes back, he... Mm-hmm. Just decides to go up up the hill to the observatory to get some clothes, even though he came back downtown do by play, the Seven Sixth Street Bridge. Do they play George Thorogood during that one too? I believe no. I think that's the second one. No, the first one was it George Thorogood yeah, in both when of he them? Into the bar, recorded in my hometown. That's when he gets his uh, motorcycle, right? It was because yeah. he got his fresh duds oh. from killing oh, yeah, Brian yeah, yeah, Thompson. Yeah, maybe it was the second one. I think it was the second. one. I think it was the second one because it had already been established. Yeah, it's the cheesiest moment. Like anytime you play, like. I don't ever need to hear that song ever again. Oh, how does that go? Because I was thinking about this this morning because I, I was trying to find a way to make fun of bass players. That's how I start every every day. Like, how can I shit on Bill's bass skills? And um, I just tweeted a photo of the uh, of the coon of the coon <laughs> the, the apostrophe. You got, you got a coon on your porch. Yes. People can hum guitar licks, but no one can hum a bass line. No one goes, you know that, you know that Journey song where it goes, except for Barney Miller, which was like 1970. So in Portland, Oregon, some drunk guys were caught. But there's been there have been bands with without bass players. The Doors, the White Stripes. Has there ever been a band without a guitar player? But the Doors had had uh, Carol Kay playing all their records. There were bass lines on all their albums. Erasure. So the actual Thank hits. you, Martin. Not not bam. Not ba- <laughs> talking about bands. Not music to rape someone at Brian Singer's house. Turn away, look away. Is that Erasure? Uh, that is... Uh, or is that no, Bronsky, Bronsky Beat? Beat. I, you know what? I mixed them up. Well, all of hip-hop 
Which would be lost without ba- the bass. Bands, bands, rock bands, rock. Led Zeppelin. No, it's just a bass and drums and a guy singing. Uh, morphine? Didn't they? Did they have a guitarist? They did not. That's I. And I knew you were going to go there. I didn't listen to them, but I think they didn't have a guitarist. Were they like two bass players? They had a bass player and a guy who played two saxophones at the same time. Uh, was that what it was? Yeah. I saw them live and I don't even remember. Yeah. The guy died on stage. That's the way to go. Jesus. Singer. I'd rather go in my sleep. You'd rather you, you're probably, it? You probably will. And your body will not be discovered until next Tuesday when we're knocking on the door. Yeah. Hey, Marty, we're doing the cast today. What's his, going on? His body's been melted it's, into the bed. It smells like fermented fucking dumplings in there. What is this? You smell good, Marty. Uh, the city of Portland, Oregon. There was uh, some three teenagers like broke in to, the, or they were by the reservoir, and one of them allegedly peed into the reservoir. Yes. Rebel. I've heard, I've heard the story. So uh, it, that's, you know, uh, it's pretty not cool, but... I wouldn't do it. Y- you but it's, it's youthful rebellion at its best. Well, and this Those teen, guys should get killed by Arnold Schwarzenegger in the next Terminator. This teen insists that he, he pissed mostly on the guardrail, so very little went into the, the, um, into the reservoir. So what would be the, the right course of action to, to respond to that? Chop his penis off? Chop his penis off. Oh, you mean to the water. Portland actually chopped his penis off, then they dragged it through the streets. <laughs> they dragged it across in the, the, in the, the Boston Marathon the, no, finish the, line? The, the Portland Minithon. Yes. It's like, uh, you know, crosses the water. I heard that I they're emptying the, uh, the water out. That they're 38 million gallons of water. For a little pee-pee? Exchanging out, yes. That's, that's excessive. It's, I would think the proper response would be to make him drink someone else's urine. Yeah, I think so. I think Brian Singer could make that a, a reality. So to... So say like, uh, sorry Brian, I, I like you. I don't know why I'm shitting on you today. Say he pissed like around half a half a quart or half a you know like a, a pint of piss into that water. Do you measure your piss when you pee, Marty? How would you know that's how much comes uh, out? Uh, I'm just guessing. That's a generous guess. Like, a couple mouthfuls. A couple. <laughs> Brian, as, as my, Brian Singer's uh, boy toys would say, my mouth can hold right? yeah. half a cup. Yeah, um, about half a cup. He so, likes me no. to spit it into another guy's mouth. Say he, he peed uh, two cups of, of pee. That, the urea concentration would be around three parts per billion in, in 38 million gallons of water. Okay, so this is an open air, obviously. There's, it's not a tented uh, water supply. What right. happens when a bird shits in exactly. it? Exactly. That's the thing. So like the, and that happens all the time. Birds like swim in it, and they shit in it. Yeah. And well, so, who cares? So and they don't have any sort of filtration system? Uh, it, it gets filtered as it goes out. That's but, fine. But, but it is ready to drink. That water is ready to drink. And this is, uh, like the EPA allows you to have a concentration of arsenic at, at 10 parts per billion. So somebody's pee, three parts per billion, I got no problem with that. It's like... Go nuts. Yeah. In fact, I, you know what? I, I would pay extra to drink with a little bit of pee in it. I think that would be like a, a cool... Mm, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting notes of, uh, of oak. Uh-huh. Mm, def- he, he definitely had uh, hepatitis. And I'm sure animals have died in that in in that water. That seems excessive. Yeah, I wish th- when they dumped the water, they should have just shipped it down here to Southern California. Yeah, we need. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, that would have been the nice thing to do. But yes, I guess they have nothing but water in Portland. It just rains constantly, so it will regenerate within an afternoon. And food trucks. Yes. Oh, you've 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 done the food tour of, of Portland. Right? I've never been to Portland. Really? I yeah. actually lived in Portland in the mid '90s at the height of. What were the you doing The mid-90s there? of Portland. I was playing in a rock and roll band. Oh, why did you guys pick Portland? Uh, we were convinced it was because it was a burgeoning music town that would welcome us with open arms, but it really was because the guitarist's girlfriend was going to move there. Yeah. 
So I was pushing for Austin, Texas, and we ended up in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and did you? Yeah, wow, you were you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It's a great city. Really, I that that was the first time I'd been drinking any sort of craft beers. It's obviously everywhere now. But I don't know if it started up up in the Pacific Northwest. It started in Boston. Um, Sam Adams, nineteen eighty six. Anyway, it was. No, we, now, craft beers from the seventies. It was Anchor Steam was the first craft beer. Mm, there were people doing it, and the I, first successful one. Well, yes, but there were people doing it. Yes. Well, there were a lot of local brews in uh, Portland, micro brews, and I, I hadn't ex- been exposed to that scene, so that was really cool. The bands were exciting, weird, different. Um, everyone was putting out vinyl seven inches and playing house parties. It was, it was great. Um, the Dandy Warhols got signed while we were out there. And it felt like the industry's attention was was on the, the town. It was easy to get gigs. Uh, club owners were great to us. Um, yeah, I lived in a house with a band. And peed, played, in, peed in yeah. uh, the public water supply multiple yeah, times. No one, cared. no one cared. What did you do for money? Uh, I worked at Cabinets Now, um, building and uh, repairing kitchen and bathroom cabinets. Custom kitchen and bathroom cabinets. Nice. No, it was awful. Oh, yeah, but you did it for in the in I remember rock I was, and roll. Yeah, I was like 21, 22, thinking, God, if I have to keep doing this shit in order to be creative, I'm going to kill myself. And like 15 years later, I was like, God, if I keep having to do this shit in order to be creative, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. You're like the uh, the Matthew McConaughey character in his uh, Oscar speech. You know, I, I, my hero is the 10 year old version <laughs> of me about ready to kill himself. Then I get there and I'm like, I'm going to keep going. And then the 10 year further, nope, keep going. You're getting close to killing yourself. Right. And I hit 70. I'm probably just going to end it all. Yeah. <laughs> 70. God, that's being generous. So you were, yeah. And eh, so you 50. thought like, oh, I'm not going to make cabinets in, in Portland. I'm, I'm going to go work in a hostel in, in Ireland. Then. Um, I thought I made the same mistake in Portland that I did in Dublin that I'm probably making now. I thought the band was that good. I thought I thought we were gonna make it, and then in Dublin, I was like, "This band is so good, we're we're gonna make it." And uh, now I think I don't know. It's what, always the people. Whatever I just wrote is so good that I'm gonna make it. I don't I, know. I just for no reason watched a, a documentary on the Foo Fighters, who I don't even like and don't really care about, but they stumbled into it. They they did not think Dave Grohl stumbled into it. He he just made a a, a demo that then became their first record that then sold millions. That now he's worth two hundred fifty million dollars. He he created an institution out of this isn't going to work, and it's it's right. always and I I remember knowing bands in Boston and it was always guys who were like yeah, this is the side joke that we this let's get together and then the, the Pixies like what what yep. like it's always the thing just always to bring it back to me because it's about me it, the thing you're like eh, it's this half-assed idea that yeah I go and and then it's just boom it's bought and sold and made and you're yeah. like, oh wow I. But what about the thing that I love? So I'm trying not to care about anything just so that I edge Excellent all my strategy. I just like, no, every, nothing is going to work so that one of these things is going gonna, is gonna to pop. Interestingly enough, there's a band in Dublin now called Villagers who I guess are winning European Music Awards or something like this. And uh, I was just sent a photo of them. And one of them has a self-made T-shirt with my Dublin band's name on it. Nice. We never made T-shirts. We released, I think, one seven-inch and maybe a cassette EP or something back in the back in the nineties. And here it is, twenty fourteen, and he's rocking a Bobby pulls a Wilson T-shirt. Nice. Uh, so apparently, we existed. <laughs> so Chris Brown was saying that the that, uh, the names of the, these kids who uh, peed in or they 
Well, anyhow, Pete in Brian Singer's mouth. Yeah, Pete, I'm mixing no, up the stories. Which Pete, wait. Pete in the reservoir? Oh yeah, his name is Dallas Swanger. Um, that was uh, originally Rock Hudson's name. Yeah, no, no, that was Peter Dinklage's. Peter name. Dinklage's name. Uh, Dallas Swanger is, is a pretty awesome name, I have to say. And uh, yeah, what's he doing, wasting his talents peeing in reservoirs in Portland? Well, he Come says, on out to Hollywood. Yeah, Swanger. He, ins- he insists that he didn't pee in the water; that he just peed on the wall. Of by the water, and uh, what's the point of going all the way, breaking into the reservoir, and not peeing? Well, they were just fucking around. But then he, uh, his response to the, them draining the all the water is it's fucking retarded. So here, 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 here. That's smart. Yeah, good use of the word retarded. <laughs> yeah, because a mentally handicapped person would go, "Why are you draining that? That's <laughs> I, I, I have the I have the brain of a seven year old. Why? And I'm <laughs> I fifty. I know nothing, but." What? Just you know what? Everybody, just hold your nose when you drink water for the next couple of months. There's a little hipster pee in it. It's Boil fine. it. Boil it a little, a couple times. Buy some Arrowhead. Run it through a filter. You're fine. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we're fucking dying out down here in Southern California, and they're emptying out 38 million gallons. What would you have to do in L.A. for our water supply aside from put? anthrax in it which i'm not suggesting no one no and i'm not i'm not planning i have nothing involved with that but i i think you you could all the shit that you've said on the rate on on the air that's not the, the one that's when you get defensive about or, or i i, I don't when i'm not you know i'm not up to anything but you would have to do something pretty drastic to, for them to shut down the water supply here um yeah absolutely <laughs> i concur I, I concur uh what'd you do for record store day um, I stayed at did, home. I recorded a, a song and, and pressed it into vinyl. Did you? Four hours. I beat I beat Jack White by a half an hour. Beat four hours to an obscure dead media. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you hear about that? So for record store date, Jack White recorded a, a two singles or whatever a forty five and had it pressed and delivered in four hours. Nice. Yeah. Uh, at the Happy Dog in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> The drummer for the Yeah Yeah Yeahs and one of the guys from Yo Latango showed up and, and uh, sat in with the band that was playing that night. Did a surprise gig. They were in town for record store day. Nice. Um, okay, I I'm am, just really homesick. Yeah, w- w- <laughs> weren't you just there for a funeral in the dead of winter? Now it's spring and everybody's celebrating their Polishness. Um. All right. Sorry, guys. I'm just. Uh, Boy, that raccoon is cool. I, I would try to get him on the show, but he was not interested. Uh, you know the warehouse. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack. I, I stepped mail on your drop. I still think you need to give a heads up before the drops. Yeah, just uh, a professional courtesy. I'm about to click on something, and then, uh, yeah, that was great. That was not great. Can we do that again? Hey, what are we about to do now, Marty? Oh, Damn it, I fucked it up again. Wow, it's not even close to the uh, top of the hour, and you're probably no longer listening to the Smodcoast Morning Show because we can't get our act together. Hey, look at that. I'm just hitting random buttons right now. Blast from the past. Marty uh, is not a, used at the right time, but <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. Marty is a nostalgic. Hey, we're going to start all over again. <laughs> all right. That's now, probably we, not a bad idea. What were you talking about? Also, your Acer computer has frozen, so I can no longer follow the tweets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That you just bought with the Indiegogo money. I think that one. It's. I think it's wonky. I'm gonna have to return that because um, it's not supposed to be doing that. Uh, try tilting it. <laughs> no, seriously, shake try. it like a etch a sketch. Did it? Did it? 
Uh, well, it came up on Microsoft Word. Doesn't have or Microsoft a Google Doc. Word. Okay, well, that was new. Uh, okay, this one is from Chris Ovenden. Oh, I don't think we've heard from Chris before, have we? Well, if we haven't, if we have, sorry, if we haven't, welcome. Well, welcome either way, actually. Yes. Uh, good morning, guys and gal, who's not here. Just thought I would give you a heads up on the real origin of the term off the wagon. It comes from London, England, my home. Why do we have a lot of English listeners? Does, does anyone listen in Manhattan, in like in New York, New York proper? Let us know. Lou, right? Doesn't Lou? No, she lives New in New Jersey. Jersey. But I thought she works in she, New York. I think she works in New York, but but like someone who actually li- who can afford to live in Manhattan yeah, yeah. would listen to this fucking nonsense. I, well, I only I don't like free funny. I like to pay for my funny. We have money here in the Upper East Side. We mm. pay for funny. Yeah. We have Sirius XM. <laughs> I listen to Martha Stewart. <laughs> I, I listen to the oldies. Oldies. Uh, it's a two-part origin. The first comes from the term off the wagon, and the second one is one for the road. The origin comes from the prisoners being taken from the old bailey to be hung at Marble Arch. Uh, the prisoners would be transported by wagon. The route they would take would be along High Holborn. He's just making these words up. This, yeah. all, this is all made He's, up. This is like, Marble Arch is a real thing. The rest of this is bullshit. W- let's wank some Americans. Uh, stopping at the White Heart. Uh, uh, made up. No, White Heart is in uh, the, a, a, a deer. Um, H-A-R-T still, still made up The wagon containing the prisoners would stop at St. Giles He's just, he's just adding words like To confess their sins it's Just trying and, to be super English And finally a pub called the Tottenham Tottenham, Which is the only pub on Oxford Street I feel like I'm there it's He awesome. paints a picture with his words Yes The prisoners would drink gin on the wagon while being transported or, uh, And be given a pint or some gin in the pubs well, there they would meet Sir, Sir Bartholomew <laughs> Fauntleroy, yeah. who would speak to them as in their native tongue. Like, this is all nonsense. Well, Why also, are you reading this? Do you pre-read any of this shit? I did, I did. And they would also Fucking get bullshit. a drink when they were confessing their sins. Lies. So when they got to Oxford Street... It's an would, American word. It's, it's, yeah. It has to do with the, uh, the passage west. Wait, these are all... These are all locations from, uh, from Harry Potter. Fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. This is Diagon Alley right here. Uh... There was a chance the prisoners... Uh, so when they got to Oxford Street, there was a chance the prisoners could be intoxicated. If they fell out of the wagon, it was known, it was known as falling off the wagon because you were drunk. The second part uh, of this is one for the road, with the Tottenham being the only pub on Oxford Street. Uh, it's located uh, at one end and Marble Arch is on the, at the other, making the drink the prisoners had at the Tottenham being one for the road. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Why are we even learning this? Well, because we talked about going... You asked about the term. You specifically said, oh. where does that come from? Okay. I did? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I now believe we know. you. No, that's a great well, thank you. Thank you for yeah, that, that lengthy, made-up no. explanation. <laughs> but I believe it. I but choose, I, but, but you I know choose to believe it. You, you wrote it down, thus it's true. Yes. The market has spoken. It's on the internet now. It's on the internet. Yep. Truthy works. Uh, truthiness. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is from... Uh, Keegan, okay. Hey, Murps, always love the show. First things first, Marty. Uh, you're a great actor. Really? No, I'm. I, I, I'm an actor. I think you um, get by. Yeah. Don't let any asshole tell you different. Um, I'm doing that plan. It's been really fun. Uh, let's see. Thanks for not inviting me. He says, "No, seriously, thanks for not inviting yeah, yeah, me." No, you're welcome. I can't do any more plays. But maybe avoid roles involving the pressing of record buttons or timely stingers. 
Ouch. Uh, Bill's going to do the show next week. He's going to push all the buttons. I'm not getting up early. The show's going to start at 9.30. It can start I'm whenever. I'm going to show we're, you we're, a pile of cables yeah, and we're gonna, go we're to gonna town. Have, Bill's going to uh, pull his music uh, background, his, his audio training, and we're going we're gonna to bust his balls. If uh, Dan is there, tell him I'm a kickstarting marshmallow. I love the show, love the movie. If Emily is there, tell her that you can be scientific without spirituality as long as you're philosophical. Uh, I'm Ooh. I'm agnostic, which basically means I think everybody's fucking wrong. We we had uh, Emily went on a, just a magnificent rant about spirituality. If Bill is there, tell him I want to know what his favorite karaoke songs are uh, because you still I still want to know because you didn't mention it when we asked it last. I don't time. remember this discussion. Mm. I'm not a good singer. Uh, and if that grumpy fuck Steve is there, tell him to continue at all times to sack up. Love you guys, Keegan. Thank you, Keegan. That's awesome. Uh, this morning, all I'll be missing live because I'm uh, flying back from Georgia uh, to Connecticut for work. This is Peter WG. Out of curiosity, what are your some of your uh, flight rituals? Are there any are uh, or are any Merps nervous flyers? I personally find it freeing as I have nowhere else to be uh, but sitting down with a good book and a pair of headphones. An, an, an edible helps too. I wonder if he means edible marijuana. Yes, that's what he means. That's what he means. Okay. Enjoy your Tuesday, Peter WG. Uh, you do a lot of flying. You both do a lot of traveling. Yeah, I'm headed to Japan and Cyprus this summer. Um, I used to be able to sleep on a plane and be really chill. Now I bring a lot of stuff because I'm worried about getting bored. And uh, my legs get super stiff. I just try to be on my feet for as much of the flight as possible. I should just get up and walk a lot, um, do some stretching in the back. Um, You're one of those guys. Yeah, I just don't, I, I get stir crazy and I don't sleep. I don't sleep calmly on, on planes. They're just like I can't. My too long. The, the less and less leg room we have, the yeah, yeah. It makes it. I mean, I'm six two, six three. It's just it's impossible to get comfortable. Well, what what did you do on your trip? Gr- grinder to to and from China. Just what, grinder. You can't do what like who's who's within a five mile radius. You're over the Pacific Ocean. Like, someone else on the plane on is the ready plane. to get down. Someone there's always someone ready to boogie. There's no question yeah. on a plane. Uh, but. No, what did you? I sat near the bathroom on the way back from China in that that seat with uh, the exit row, whatever, where you have as much leg room as right. as you can enjoy. But just this wafting that that chemical smell. No shit. Oh shit! Just shit. Just people shitting all day long, all night long, all weekend long, however long the flight was. Just who shits on a plane? I've never shit on a plane. I take care of business before I uh, leave the house. I would like to shit on a plane, but uh, women shitting on planes, people in there for hours taking massive growlers, just disgusting. So it wasn't really worth the legroom. Yeah, but I'm with him. I I take a melatonin, an edible marijuana thingy, and, uh, and it, a, a bar of Xanax, Xanax, and a couple bars of Xanax. Or just no, one one bar, and my jaw dislocates from my my head. It just hangs down yeah. like a like a like a uh, pendulum. And then you you I just, uh, you touch down and you're drooling on the person. I don't know next where to you. I am. I don't know what the fuck happened. It's awesome. That's a good cocktail. There, like I used to do a lot of flying, and then um, and then I when I was in my twenties, I just got really panicked on a plane once, and and it only happened a couple times, and then for no reason at all, mm-hmm. and then it just went away. And I, I I don't have any. I I like to be as like. I, I don't like bringing a lot of carry-ons. I don't mind right. checking in a bag because if it's better than like just pulling it through and just you know wrestling with everything. Yeah, and pissing everyone off and like having to yank it out and hitting people on the head. 
just like to be to have my music on and podcasting and just you you broadcast I, from I, I do it live. Hi, it's Marty. I'm alone I'm, on a plane. Yeah, I'm going to uh, talk to this guy next yeah. to me. Hey, sir. Uh, what's on your What's your spreadsheet about? Yeah, <laughs> that looks like a really neat uh, uh, PowerPoint you're working on. I'm going to head up to first class and see if I can get some uh, interesting convo yeah. going with. Uh, <laughs> so is that uh, is that is that champagne? Uh, is that is gratis it, or you have to pay for that? <laughs> I have a credit card. Is that uh, just method champenoise or is it true champagne? So are you in line to region? take a shit or are you just real tall and you just stretch your legs out? <laughs> it's Bill. I got it. That, that was you, Bill. I had a panic on a plane. Uh, I just had this thought. When you're driving in a car, whether you're a passenger or not, you can always see out the windshield and you can just see what's coming. And I was sitting in the back of the plane and thinking, I can't look out the window and see what's right in front of me, which means at any moment, a mountain could be right in front of me mm. and then i just kept like my body kept drinking like i'm i'm in front i'm almost in, I'm, I'm about to hit a mountain we're gonna hit a mountain we're flying in a mountain Bill, it's a mountain. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. like it was just it was, it was just this one flight where i just kind of realized i can't see what's in front of me and if i think about it it will freak me out the whole time i was in the front seat of a plane in a, a four-seater a prop plane oh that's kind of leaving cool. Ve- las vegas back to here see i was less nervous in a helicopter because i was like well i can see everything. but i, I could see I, the guy said, could you move him to the front? It, it balances the plane out. That's how small this plane was. Wow. This was like a big media guy runs networks. He was like, you want to fly back with me? And I figured I'd be on the Viacom jet. And I was in a crop duster. <laughs> and, like a Cessna. Or- yeah, like a... Like, and I was, I was in the front seat. I was the co-pilot. Did and you north by the, northwest anybody? <laughs> no, but I, you take off in Las Vegas and there's mountains. And I'm like, we're going to hit those yeah, mountains. Like, it, we're not going to get like, over it's them. It's always like a four-seater crashed into a mountain right. coming back from Vegas. But I'm, I could see the mountain getting closer. And I'm looking at the altometer. I think Altimeter. It's Altimeter. It's, I'm like, we got to get that. That thing's going to start spinning. Planes and, go down. <laughs> Planes go down. Midnight Run. Greatest movie of all time. And... The, the heat in Las Vegas creates um, unbelievable turbulence when you take off because there's all this heat coming off the ground. So we're just shaking this way and that way, and I'm watching the guy react because the plane gets knocked this way, and he pulls the yoke that way. And he's violently jerking this, this yeah. stick around. Imagine, like, in, in this day and age, it's just like you just press a couple buttons and everything takes care of itself. No, it's like I'm on a, like one of those sit-down mowers. Like, uh, like that, that's, what it, that's what it feels like. <laughs> and first, we're going to hit this mountain. I'm like, we're, we're just going to hit it. And then the turbulence really kicks in. The the media moguls, he's got his uh, nightshade things on. He's asleep because he drank all night. And I'm pretty much, I was, I had given in to the fact that I'm going to die. That, right. that we are going, this, there's no way that this plane could maintain flight. And I thought, am I going to die instantly? Or are we going to hit and I'm going to burn to death? Like, you know, is it going to be like Avatar, uh, not Avatar, the Aviator? Is it, we're going to kind of bump a bunch of shit and I'm going to get, you know, burns over 200% of my body. Like I couldn't, I, I knew I was going to die. I was just wondering, is it going to be instantaneous or am I going to be like the Skinner, uh, you know, backup singers who died slowly? Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, that was, it's a terrible small planes crash equals no bueno. It's not a, it's not a good thing. I was watching the Anthony Bourdain show that, uh, I love that man. The one that he, he's doing for CNN and, uh, the new one parts unknown parts unknown. Yeah. And he goes to uh, Myanmar and he takes a train to, like, there's something called the Tourist Triangle. So he goes from uh, the main city to, um, like, the old capital. It's like a historic place. And it's like a 300-mile journey or maybe some, anyhow, it takes, like, all day and all night to get there because the train goes so slowly. It's like some, like, repurposed French train that they had shipped in. And you, 
like when they get to pick up speed, it's just it's jumping up and down. It looks like it shouldn't be happening. It's, it has the worst turbulence I've ever seen in any vehicle. It's just going. It's like it's going through like potholes. And he's saying like, yeah, like they couldn't get the sleeper car because the wheels fell off of it. And then so they're going on this this train, and and he's like, yeah, the the derailments happen on a regular basis here. And you're just like, how? They look terrified. It's it's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, what th- what third world Tokyo place is this again? Cleveland, where? <laughs> yeah, it's it's Detroit. the Cleveland of Asia. Anthony <laughs> Bourdain said, "If he lived anywhere other than anywhere else other than New York City, it would be Cleveland." He said it in his obituary to <laughs> Harvey C- Picard. Cleveland, look file. it up. <laughs> he was just saying that to be nice. Maybe so, but he said it. All right. Um, I watched the Tokyo episode last night in anticipation of going to Tokyo, and I was like, "Wow, I'm afraid of Tokyo." <laughs> He goes to some dark, weird places in that in that episode. There's some dark, weird shit that goes on there. Yeah, like it's the place that has, or you know, it's very low birth rate in Japan. Like they're losing population there. And uh, is that attributed to anything in particular? Um, yeah, because well, I think it's because the the general society is young people aren't interested in having families. They're interested mm. in being successful and they're more focused on career and social life than they are in having families. Mm. And sounds like LA people. It sounds a lot like LA people. They have these bars where like these And then when they date in their late thirties and early forties, do they date a bunch of panicked women who are desperate to have children immediately who push things too hard, <laughs> too fast? But let's talk about that. No, no, it's all right. I was <laughs> she curious. brought it up. Just curious. I was just wondering. So yeah, I mean, there are these bars that that are like booking bars where you just have you rent like boyfriends for the night. And yeah, that was some that was some of that was in the episode. There's there bar, bars where these women are dressed like uh, manja um, teeny boppers, right? Um, you can rent them and, too, and, and they just compliment you and laugh at your jokes, and that's it. There's there's yeah. I mean and, they may, I think and you buy them drinks. Yeah, and, yeah. at one point they, they oh and they were drinking out of like little sippy cups, it was super creepy. And like they'll, they'll they, the only touching was uh, they'll run a Q-tip in your ear or something like that. It just seemed really lonely and fucked up. Yeah, it seems like a lonely and fucked up place. But I would still like to go. So it's, it's the Cleveland of the East. No, but but it's actually high tech and and interesting, and there's good food there, unlike Cleveland. There's um, great food in I'm Cleveland. Kidding. Are you nuts? I'm kidding. Great food in Cleveland. Yeah, everybody knows Cleveland for their delicious pierogi. I was gonna say horrible Polish food. <laughs> Or pierogies. Um, they're actually, they're actually. I'm, I'm actually surprised how, could, how often um, Cleveland is represented in, in the foodie scene. Well, there's how like, well they've done. The, uh, Michael the, Simon. Yeah, he's an Iron Chef. Um, he's, he's. Uh, and one of, one of, uh, it, Michael Simon's actually helped generate a lot of the press for the Happy Dog because a, a friend of his. I don't know if they partnered in something, but uh, Momocho, uh, the Momocho chef, works with the Happy Dog, and he's blown up pretty well. What's, and his, what's Cle- his name? Uh, uh, I guess he hasn't blown up that much. No, I met the guy and I can't remember the name. Uh, okay. He's my brother's partner and I can't remember his name. <laughs> anyway, he's good. His new restaurant is dope. And the food truck scene, which is surprising. Is there a food truck scene in Boston? I don't know. Because there is one in Cleveland, which really surprises me for so many months of the year when it would be so inaccessible. There is a food truck scene in every city right now but there is a bigger food truck scene where people can park for free or or in like austin has a lot of like lots where they they're not trucks they're like trailers right and they're, they're parked of, they're parked there yeah but, but it you know that's considered the yeah food, i consider that whatever food truck community yes it's someone uh, cooking in a, a kitchen way too small for right no, for no reason right and people eating outside standing yes. up standing up eating pay, and waiting in line for food yeah 
Um, there are not places like that in L.A., which is a shame. None in Hong Kong because there's no room. But there's just little stalls there, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, this next email is from Lou. Uh, hey, Smurps, have you named your cars? And if so, what are they called? Vesper. Which one was I had an 87 Buick Skylark in high school that I crashed that three times. Crashed. Right, right, right. Three you, times. Why did you name it Vesper? Vesper. Because of James Bond? Be- yep. I was reading uh, Casino Royale uh-huh. Fleming at the time. And they, he, they made up a drink. That was made up. He wrote that there was a drink in there, right? Called the Vesper. And he just made that up. Uh, I think it was the name of a female character. Right, right. But they, they named a drink after her. Oh, I see, yeah. I see. Um, and so somebody made, came up with the actual recipe. Talking out my ass. Uh, Steve? <laughs> I've only had a couple of cars, so I haven't had time to attach myself to them. Yeah, I find that if I have an emotional attachment to a car, it's just going to fuck me over. So I just consider it a way to... It'll leave you once you name it. It'll yeah. go, yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to see other people. <laughs> I want to I I be driven I want to be with people. other pedestrians. Yeah. I had a minivan in college that I would drive the band around in, and it had pieces of it that were sort of falling off and like sparks would fly every once in a while. So they were calling it the Millennium Falcon because it was like a, a beater that was barely oh, that's, keeping that's it cool. Color. I like that. Uh, so Lou just bought a new car and it's this nice like sort of pearl white... Kia Jazz, I think it is. Oh, no, no, Kia Soul. Kia Soul. It's like a little hatchback. Cube, cube-looking yeah, thing? Cube-y, yeah, yeah. Very, I like Kias. They're yeah. very very well-made cars. Korean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call it Otis, after Otis Redding, a soul singer. Oh, that's good. I like that. I mm. say go with Otis. But uh, so friends Who have... died a, in a fiery crash. Oh. That's maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, why'd you have to add that? You call it Buddy after Buddy Holly. He had a lot of soul yeah. for a while. Oh, no, died in a fire. Big bopper. Uh, friends' suggestions so far for this cute little soul. Call it Skinner because Leonard Skinner had a lot of soul. Oh, no, the, died in a fire. Boba, Jeff, Frankie, Nigel, Otis, Ernie, as in Bert and, and Benny. What do you all think? Not Ernie because then you got to buy a Bert. I say Otis. Yeah, I think Otis is good. I, I think Otis is fine because it is soul and it, it was a plane crash, not a car crash. So. No problems there. Right, Steve? Is Jeff, Jeff Gordon's too soon? Wait, he, wait who just died? No. Uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. The, the Walker Mobile? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's, Crash test dummy? Yeah, sort of uh, safe speed and mild-mannered. Not fast. The Ralph Nader? Not fast nor furious. <laughs> nor fast, fast nor furious. No, I don't name my cars, but that's... Uh, when you're in L.A., you're in your car so much, I don't want to have any more relationship with it after the 18 hours a day I spend in it. You don't spend I just call mine the Focus, and I'm really proud of the Focus. I'm what, happy what with the Focus. What kind of car is it? Ironically, it's a Honda Civic. Zinger! I named mine uh, the Gay 3 for a while because it, it eclipsed um, the Miata as the new gay car of Europe when it came out. I have an A3 Audi, mm-hmm. so I was the Gay 3 because, I, oh, oh, I, of course, I gravitated towards the gayest car one could buy. 25th anniversary of the Miata. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't, no, no names for me. Okay, so that's what we're going with, Lou. Otis. Let Otis. us know what you think of that. Uh, next email is from Olivia. It's, I didn't, oh, uh, let's see. Chris Brown, he named his truck Gargamel. Oh, there you go. From Lord yeah. of the Rings? No. You know what it's from. Smurfs. Yeah. Can you do a Gargamel? Meow. Meow. What was the cat? The cat did something super... Azrael did something super yeah. annoying. We learned something about Bill. Meow. I can't yeah. remember. Anyway, it was annoying. Um, okay. What did he want with those Smurfs? Why was he so vexed by them? What the fuck did they ever do to him? I never understood that. 
At least with the and the, and also I I want to I want to re-edit this podcast the Smurf cereal that they put out with the blue mm. marshmallows, bees knees. It was Smurftastic, I believe. Yes, they started the whole smod. smod. They were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. That's true. You just put smod wherever they put Smurf. You put smod. Yeah, smodtastic, smodlicious, smodlicious. That's smod, smodding off. Awesome. I think that was uh, lazy writing. They were just like, I need a word here. Just put Smurf. Fuck it. We got to get this done. Get this out to the French fucking guys. Kids don't care. We don't want to expand. It's this. not our job to expand their vocabulary. That's, yeah. What, the Smurf? Uh, that's good enough. Good. Okay. Um, this next one is a long one from Olivia. Hey, Murps. While I usually listen to the pod as soon as it's released on iTunes, there were quite a few I still had to get to, and I finally caught up. Yay. You can, you can skip them. Therefore, I have some comments slash responses to topics discussed. That oh, we have notes. I guarantee Steve... <laughs> oh, the, net- the network... <laughs> once it leaves Steve's mouth, he immediately forgets it. Like, it's, it's sort of... It's in there and it's out there. There's no retention at all. I so. am uh, writing something with a, a dude and he records our sessions because I cannot remember like anything and i don't i don't write anything down yeah you know. and he'll the next week he'll go oh you said this and this and i'll have no memory of saying any of it it's it's a a, a curse and a gift um to emily i adore you even more knowing that you're a pub quizzer as i too to attend quizzes at the local pub and if you're ever in the area say for a live show at a certain sacramento comedy cl- i can't do that uh, no, so what, what, wait what voice were you trying to do never mind which Smurf were you yeah, attempting? That, that was, was, that, was that brainy that Smurf? That was Smurfing awful. Smurfing Asian Smurf? Uh, yes. Uh, so, yeah. It's we, a good band name. Asian Smurf? Yeah. She invited... Good. Okay, point is she invited Emily <laughs> to, to pub quiz. I also came up with a good uh, horn section to any band name because our dog was being boarded in Inglewood and it got fleas. I'm like, the Inglewood fleas. It's like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the stage... Put your hands together for the Inglewood Fleas. If you're in a ska band, you need a little horn section. You just, you're just going to go down to the airport. You hook up with the, the Inglewood, Inglewood Fleas. Good band name. It's like Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Keep reading. All right. <laughs> I want to hear the comments and or notes and or suggestions. Yes. Uh, I, I'll, I'll also have you know that uh, a weekend ago or so ago, I watched none other than Showgirls, paired with some Four Roses. Thanks again for the recommendation, Bill. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Nice. It was an experience. Yeah, Showgirls is awesome. She hadn't seen Showgirls? She's young. She's only in... in um, she's uh, 23. She's originally from the East Bay and now... Too old for Brian Singer. Yeah, sorry. And too, too ladylike for yeah, Brian Singer. Not enough penis. Um, she's a graphic designer in Sacramento and I also provide transcription and formatting for documentary films and TV shows and fun fact I hold both US and Swiss citizenship oh that is a fun Mm. fact do you speak uh, German Italian or French there's no Swiss national language they speak uh, they speak a a version of German or French yes Mm. and they don't call it Swiss no hmm no well it's like interesting Canada Piggybacking on other cultures. Hmm. They speak Lazy. French. Wait, Lazy. Wait, what about us? Lazy. Wait, we don't speak American. We speak English. I speak American. I don't know the fuck you speak. Wow. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, the Inglewood please. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
Steve's version of ska. <laughs> I don't know ska. I just got a bit of New Orleans flavor there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more like the uh, the whatever that New Orleans. John Philip Sousa. No, the, uh, I don't know. What are they called? The, the funeral marching bands. Yeah, no, but Mardi that Gras famous Indians? that famous one, the uh, Preservation Hall guys. That's what I see. I see a guy with a tuba. Right. I'm like yeah, <laughs> it barely fits into the Cadillac. <laughs> Oh, and you know, Emily and I came up with the, the idea of Oh, you're doing a nerd voice. Now I just got what you're doing. To, to, yeah, it was a really bad nerd it was voice. It was awful. You got to take hey, your tongue I, and push no, no, it into no, the no, back that, of your see, throat. That, that, so, how do you talk like no, that, that, that? It's very is, simple. It's hacky. That's hacky. It works. Very popular yeah. on this show, though. Very popular I, voice. I, I can do that, too. It's not very difficult. Yeah, and yet still sounds yeah. like shit when you yeah. do it. It's just you. not your thing. No, scratch, I, scratch that off your resume. I, I, no, nerd, nerd do, voice. Do, not a, a special voice. skill. Oh. Nor making stings happen on time. <laughs> okay, fuck everyone. Uh, audio engineering. <laughs> Joke's over! No, it's joke over. <laughs> I lo- you know, and I, I had dinner with that guy. He still loves it. He's like, That's do brilliant. the joke over thing. That's like, brilliant. Two Jews walk into a bar. They both die. And a joke. I want to do. I really want to go to a, like an open mic night here in L.A. and just and Intend come to and be Australian. Just go. Good. Good evening. My name is Steve. I'm going to be telling jokes tonight, and then just do ten minutes of just a black joke and over. a Mexican go on a boat. It sinks and they both die. Jokes over. Joke's you stepped over. on my fucking punchline. Yeah, I did because I want the joke to be over. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> by by the fifth one, people would be like, "I." W- <laughs> by the tenth one, they'd be on board. By the fifteenth one, they'd hate it. Yeah. By the twentieth one, they'd think you were the greatest person in the world. The twenty-fifth one, half the room would walk out. The thirtieth one, I'd have a Comedy Central special. Right. Like the guy'd be like, "Just sign the paper. We gotta have you. You're amazing." It's the next Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Joke over. This just gives Marty time to actually pre-read the uh, he's still, letter. He's actually been prepping the stinger for the end of the show this whole yeah. time. Yeah. No, I'm trying to finish Olivia's, Olivia's fine email. Uh, she said, uh, so, you know, we, we uh, Emily and I were talking about doing a documentary of just uh, showing factories go, you know, 12 zip, hours. Zip, 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 or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she said that in 1970. You had to be there. In, no, no, it's, it's funny. It's, <laughs> okay, it's yeah. funny in a vacuum. It's funny. In a you vacuum. just sounded like a producer right there. Yeah. Just, just there. You're like, it's, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Like, it, I'll yeah. let you know when it's funny. No, no, I'll, I'll it's laugh. funny. It's, it's funny. objectively funny. Or no, they say this. That's funny, right? Like, no, I, I would laugh or smile or not look at my hands in despair. <laughs> so but thanks for the, your compliment or your comment. She said that our, that idea to shoot a car, a car factory was stolen from us in 1973 by Louis Mal, who did a, a film called Humain Trop Humain. I didn't want to embarrass you, but I knew this. I did. Well, then why didn't you say something? I didn't want to embarrass you. Why would it embarrass me? Because you don't have original ideas. 1973 was what you were like 28. It was you know you should have done it then. Okay, what was it about? I don't know. You're so <laughs> I'm making this up. I'm just fucking pulling your chain, an asshole. <laughs> uh, and then she included some uh, uh, revisions on the T-shirt design, which will not really apply for uh, this nail segment. So. Uh, and then she says, I'm off to Jaws land again for the first week of May, but if you get back to me uh, before, we can finalize a design, or we can work on it when I get back. Let me know what you prefer. Uh, long email, haven't written in a while. Thank you uh, so much, Olivia. What's Jaws land? I don't know if she means the island of Amity, 
Um, you know, isn't that what where that, Jaws? That's takes not place? a real island, right? So it can't be that. That's Martha's Vineyard. Okay, so maybe she's going to Martha's Vineyard, or she she could be going to Jaws, which is a surf spot uh, in the in the South Pacific. Somewhere. Or the Bond bad guy from the seventies, like Moonraker. He Richard has his own, Keel. He, yes. His, oh, wow. <laughs> Nicely done, Marty. Wow, this was almost I almost regret giving you a hard time. For the last <laughs> two hours. No, you that don't. that made up for almost all of your faults this this past morning. You just pulled it out of your ass. Is he doing a home makeover show? Yeah, exactly. He's going to make over my house. Balky He's eating Jaws. his way through Cleveland. It's called uh, <laughs> Jaws Attacks. Kind of one of. I think that might be the worst Bond villain and the best. Bond well, his special skill was he had braces. Odd job had a hat. Yeah, but that hat you didn't have to have much to be a Bond. But you just had to have the one thing. Yeah, but James Bond had a gun. I never understood. Like what the dude with the claw and to live and let die, or live and let die, or live live and die then, another day, or something about dying. Russia with love, the the woman with the the stiletto that came out of her stiletto heel. Right. Obvious. <laughs> it's funny, right? The guy in Octopussy with the uh, yo-yo buzzsaw. Oh right, right. They don't have them Which in at the time I thought was awesome, but it's actually a pretty stupid weapon. They're fucking terrible movies. <laughs> They're just awful, bad, mm-hmm. dumb. Uh, and it, Roger Moore was in them. You're just like enough said. Like, who's yeah. Roger Moore? I think he was a croupier at a casino in Monaco. And they're like, you, you look, you're over tanned man wearing a fucking suit with a pink tie. You're James Bond. He's and, not an actor. And yet I love them. I love them all. The new ones. I loved them at the time. Yeah, I don't know. They, don't, they, no, do, no, they do not hold up. Yeah, no, no, you but, watch them now and you're like, were we bored? They were on Sunday nights on ABC. Right. It was like James Bond night and, you know, they would edit them heavily, but you're like, you could see boob almost. You know, that was like the, that was the internet in 1977. Yeah. Like, what's the most devious way we can kill this person? We'll spray paint her gold. Right. Like, they're fucking stupid. Electrocuted in a bathtub. Right. Carry now the, a gun, dick. Like, the, why would they start the laser? At the end of the table, why wouldn't they just hit him with a laser? Like, or just shoot him, because there's 400 guys standing around with rifles. Yeah. Didn't they see that, that footage from Vietnam? They just take the guy, and they just, boom, right in the head, and he's down. Like, they, they, uh, movie over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were more genteel back then, the bad guys. They would give, they would, there's a sense of camaraderie with it. No, they just shoot the guy in the head, it's over. Fucking move on. Oh, so Olivia is going to Martha's Vineyard. So there you go, Jawsland. Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. So Yes. Um, An island off of Boston. Oh, and so she's a Swiss German. Olivia is. Ah, like Federer is a Swiss German as opposed to a French German. Um, so, okay, last email is from Yako. Hello, Murps. When you write a script or come up with plot lines, etc., uh, do you do so with a budget, locations, possible actors in mind? I'm working on a sequel for my short film, and problems are stacking up already before the director and I even have a solid script. So if you have any good advice for writing a sequel, please. Uh, Thank you for the show. I wish I could listen more live. I would say it would be intelligent to write from that standpoint, especially if you're writing with the idea of you already have a team in mind for getting it produced, and you've got the experience of the first one behind you, and you know you're going in making a second one. I've never done that. I've never written with budget in mind. I've just written what I, the story I wanted to tell. But I also have produced very few things. When I did the, the teaser of the Thunderdogs, we had a three-minute teaser. The pilot script, I um, shot for the moon. But the, in the teaser, I, I did something that was very manageable. I took moments that were very manageable and filmable on a low budget. Uh, I think that it can be 
incredibly liberating to have restrictions, which mm-hmm. uh, it, it becomes a, a source for creativity. So if you know that you have a house for a weekend, it's like, well, what could happen in a house for a weekend? Right. And then you, so like having that is a great um, seed for creativity. Structure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do, gravity. They just threw them up in space and filmed it up there. It's all free. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to pay any location. <laughs> no location. No location scouts up there. Yeah. yeah. And there was, no permits. They didn't have to worry no about No teamsters going, hey, yeah. uh, you know, no we're going to complaining need about the sound. Yeah, and the, the, the satellites were like, um, hey, this is our space here, man. Uh, we should get paid for this. Yeah. They no just hobos wandering in you can't, asking for money to get the. It's yeah, a free location. Space. So. Move your trailer somewhere else. This Shoot in a, space, Yako. Yeah. So shooting space. Space story. Sky's the limit. They haven't shot anything on the moon yet, right? Other than the, well, the faked landings. That you need. Permits. Sky is not even the limit. Permits for that. Definitely. Marty, space is beyond sky. Sky isn't even the limit. Whoa! It just blew my mind. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, sequels. I don't know. No. He's a, a spend sequel. a lot more and kill a lot more people. Yeah, yeah. Just do the same, but more. And double up the amount of celebrity cameos. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. A sequel to what? His short film. Oh, which isn't even out yet. Well, no, he finished it. Oh, he finished yeah. it. And he's working yeah, on the next one. Yeah. Oh, we talked about it when you weren't around. So, I knew it was it was getting uh, noted. Yeah, yeah, people were commenting on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, budget. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think you like people write for actors all the time, like with mm-hmm. actors in mind, and it's actually a really good exercise. Um, even if you don't have uh, a, a access to that actor, or if you don't intend to actually cast that person, it's it, you can really give distinct voices to your characters if you picture some sort of actor or type of actor performing them. It just gives you, you can differentiate from character to character. I think it gives your writing a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. Like I, sometimes I'll pick an, an actor from the, who's been long dead, but it's like, it's this type of guy. Right. And, it, it, and he'll just, the, the dialogue will come out differently than if I were just right. writing generic dialogue. And it gives you, character. yeah, it makes it easy for you to conceptualize the character. Yeah. 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 And then it becomes, what would he say versus what do I want to write or what can I think of in the moment? It becomes, what would that guy say? Uh, Chris Brown tweeted in, to be fair, Jaws and Oddjob are more henchmen uh, than full-on villains. <laughs> oh, it, brother. And it, you, it doesn't take much to hench. Is that the corrector's <laughs> sidekick? Hashtag doesn't take much to hench. Yeah. Sidekick of the corrector. Yeah. no. I no, love no. that henchman has developed into a verb. Yeah. yeah. It's a hashtag henching. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, so there's, um, so, okay. So Yako said, okay, shooting in space will do. All right. Uh, see, we solve problems here. That's what we Problem do. over. <laughs> uh, so that's the mail sack. Thanks for the, the mail. There's something that was just... You bring the mail, we'll bring the sack. So the ATF, which is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, because those things go Isn't together. the BATF? Uh, the, yes. That's a hell of a weekend. It goes by <laughs> ATF. Uh, yeah, it, it, that is the American... Yeah. That's a redneck weekend right there. Yeah. ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Redneck weekend. Nothing goes better. There's your there's your Brooklyn band name of the day. This yeah, week red- featuring the Inglewood Fleas. <laughs> you just caught a little glimpse of my Asperger's. Once you say that, I just can't not. <laughs> like the monkey uh, character in those old Looney Tunes. Every time the bell rings, he starts boxing. <laughs> 
So what's the ATF up totally to, Marty? Yeah, it's, this is actually the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. Ah, fun. Which is probably related to the ATF. I don't know. You would hope. Uh, are they? Do they have anything to do with Colorado's new legal marijuana? Like, how are they taxing that? Under what bureau? Yeah, that, that is a state thing. It's not recognized by the right. But government. within the state, do they have their own? They, I'm sure. I'm, they I'm fascinated it. by that. They're actually taxing. Yeah, I'm alive on the planet Earth, and in this country, we're, they're, they're selling and millions. taxing weed and making dough. Yeah, it's yeah. just bizarre. Yeah, and creating jobs. You know that, like stoner jobs, but jobs but, nonetheless. But like three quarters of the marijuana sold um, in in Colorado has to come from Colorado. Has to be farm to table. Yeah, farm to bong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag farm to bong. I called it. I said it. But I called it. You got it. Right, Farm to Yeah, they can't. There's no we, Humboldt. You got to pay a, a, a tariff on to get California sticky icky. Yeah, wonderful. I think that's great. That was the most over enunciated sticky, sticky icky, icky I've ever heard in my life. I like sticky sticky icky. I uh, well, just so you guys know, I'm going to use this tape, this recording, to try and get an NPR gig, and I, I want to uh, you know use my Terry uh, Gross for your it. demo. So I, I understand you grow the sticky icky in Humboldt. <laughs> Tell me about the growing process. What is the moisture level like in the air? When Bill is doing the stingers and everything, Marty and I should be um, NPR characters. Yeah. Good, good, <laughs> I like good, the, good morning. It's a everybody. totally different uh, podcast, uh, guys. Uh, Thursday next. mornings. That'll be our Thursday morning podcast. David B. and Cooley We're talking the about new film from Louis Mal. <laughs> We're talking about Brian Singer oh, today. And his... Put another penny in, in the Nickelodeon. That would be the stinger I'd play for movie reviews. Okay, so anyhow, this Federal Bureau just okayed something called Alcohol. Yes. Are you familiar with yes, it? Yes, I want it. So they, they <laughs> I do, I want it. I've never heard of it. It's eight or nine different versions, uh, different flavors. Some are, uh, they're all flavored after different uh, drinks. But yes. it, it is powdered alcohol. Yes. It's uh, 58% alcohol by, uh, by weight, 12% alcohol by volume. But it comes in, in a powdered form, and you basically add it to uh, water. To your nose? Well, you, can you snort it? That's the whole. Like, what? Why would you powderize anything if you couldn't snort it? That's what's well, the point. Okay. So they. Uh, you just have to add it to water. Yes, and it will make. And then, then it's just called booze. Right. It's alcohol. Right. So, um, the creator Mark Phillips said in an email. Um, he answered some of the, the questions. He said, "Please don't pretend it's cocaine." Oh, that's my first question. <laughs> that's everybody's yeah. first question. Can you insert it into your anus? Can you absorb um, it through your glands and other parts of your body? The company is serious about this. We've added, <laughs> we've added volume to the powder, so it would take more than half a cup of powder to get the equivalent of one drink up your nose. The site now warns. You would, Wait, but do they, do they you realize feel that a lot of pain for very little gain? The youth are putting vodka into their eyeballs yeah, I mean, and, I, are, and are putting uh, beer up their ass. Like... I remember the first time I started drinking, like at high school parties. You were snorting it? People snorted vodka. You got to snort vodka. Like, why? Just because it's something you just hadn't done before. You, know? you can put it in your urethra, but the getting the funnel in is just a nightmare. Or, <laughs> or, or, or is or, it? Or is it? We're Brian Singering again. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, so here's the origin. Why would you powderize alcohol? To what oh, end? Oh, okay, here's the origin story. Mark, uh, the, the creator, is an active guy, hiking, biking, camping, kayaking, etc. After hours of an activity, sometimes he wanted to relax and enjoy a refreshing adult beverage. He wanted a martini at the uh, tip of a mountain. Yeah. Uh, but those activities and many others don't lend themselves to, lug- to lugging heavy bottles of wine, spirit, beer, or spirits. The only liquid he wanted to carry was water, so he thought... Wouldn't it be great to have alcohol in powder form so all one had to do is add water? Uh, while it would seem to 
solve a problem for sports fans and concert goers, the site has backed off its initial uh, enthusiastic endorsement of, of such frugality. Uh, and you can transport it in luggage without fear of bottles breaking. And if weight is an issue, then uh, alcohol add, uh, provides the answer. And you can add it to food when you can add it to, uh, like, adding the... Like a seasoning, like yeah, garlic powder. There's the, margar the margarita version you can add to guacamole, or you can put uh, some on the salad, or put uh, the vodka one in vodka sauce, etc. So here's the thing. Or you could just put vodka. It's 58% alcohol by volume. Wine, and then the rest of it is just that powder stuff that used, that binds the alcohol. So why not just carry alcohol? Like, and just, if you want to just add Moonshine, water. basically. Yeah, yeah, just 100% alcohol. Just Everclear, and then yeah. Everclear flavorings and sugar, and then you just add alcohol, uh, water to it. That's what you should, that's what this is, except it, they've powdered it. So you're not saving any weight at all. You just keep a tiny little vial. Because they've added so much to just... But you have to carry the water to add it to it anyway. Well, you can, if you have a water filter in your... Just buy a flask, you lazy motherfucker. Don't you have a back pocket, you idiot? Whoa, easy. The fuck? No, look Is at, it one of our new sponsors? Yes. Okay. This, this episode brought to you by Joe Harvey and Palkahol. You should have told me ahead of time. <laughs> everybody's carry-on. So carry -on. they take alcohol and they just dehydrate it to the point no, no, that no, it's they powdered? They can't dehydrate it because it... it so how do they do it? I think that it gets bound to something like maltodextrin or something like that. Ah, you know? a, little, a little chemistry in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there are things that you can, uh, like you can take oil and, have you ever had like powdered olive oil? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah. So you, you can powderize oils. Yeah. Powderize? But, yeah. It's, but isn't it just a shitload of chemicals that you don't want in your body? No, no. It's, no. Just, it's just with a carbohydrate that you, that binds, that, that solidifies it. It's, one, one carbohydrate that binds them? Yeah, I think it's, it's a Lord of the Rings reference. I have some right now. It's I think it's uh, maltodextrin. <laughs> so you could take wine and you could dehydrate it into like a fruit roll up and eat it, but you wouldn't get drunk off of it oh. because if you the alcohol would alcohol be... dehydrates would go off would vapor off first before the water does. Because has water. this guy ever ever heard of pills? Because they'll get you but, drunk too. Yeah, I mean, just carry Everclear and some Kool Aid and or some Crystal Light, and then and then just add a water. Flask of whiskey set. in your back pocket. Stop complicating it. Uh, but see, he you wants could hike up to the top of a mountain and bust out some four roses like he, a real man. He wants a refreshing drink. Anybody who thinks bourbon isn't refreshing is a fucking pussy. It's relaxing. It's not refreshing. You don't come. I'm refreshed by being relaxed. <laughs> you don't come from uh, a like a, a six mile run and like like ah uh, just uh, just. You don't. Of, yeah. All right. They do that at the Boston Marathon. They hand out little little, yeah, little, little cups of bourbon as people are getting close to the finish line. But um, so Darren, of course, ruined it and said that. <laughs> what did the corrector say? Yeah, he said that they. Good afternoon. That, you stand corrected. Yeah, I'm Darren Husted. 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 They've removed the the alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau has rescinded its uh, label approval. But uh, even if it hadn't, it still has to get approved by states. It doesn't sound sold. interesting to me. No, and it's not. Gonna I don't drink that. Good. I don't. I, and when I hike, I don't think. Boy, I'd love to have a Manhattan right now. Yeah, you I, want I, a beer. I, yeah, but I also just have some water and wait till I get to a bar. I don't. I, I don't see the convenience. I thought it was some you mix it in with other drinks or something. I thought it had some sort of culinary application. Everybody is always trying to come up with an interesting way to get fucked up. 
Right. And like they have yeah. that, they have. We're like, all unhappy in real life. They have the vaporized alcohol that you you in, inhale, with, but it it doesn't work. It doesn't get you drunk. But it's like it's exciting for people. It's it's novelty. That's but what, vaporizing pot the whip makes sense. No, vaporizing pot is actually healthier. Yes, right. you're you're. What is so it? You're steaming the leaves. Well, no, you're heating it just at a lower temperature. So okay, so you're, but you're, so it's more vapor than the, smoke. Yeah, it gets volatilized at a, a, a point. But that makes sense to me. But so, you, yeah, there's less. So you can, stuff. you can, but you can't inhale vapors of of alcohol. You can, it? but it's you're just not going to get drunk. It's not. But I want to get when I drink alcohol. I want to get drunk. Right. I don't, it's not an efficient way to get drunk. Oh, that's no good. No, it's no good at all. So you're welcome, people. We're, we're setting you straight on how to get Just take pills. Out. How to stay a, on the wagon. There's a pill for everything. Just Or how to go off the wagon. I still can't remember which is which. I think it's off the wagon. I think it's off the wagon, too. What? When you're not drinking, you're on the right, wagon. Right, right, right. See, I've never not been drinking, so I've never ever said, I'm on the wagon. I've, I've, I've never sought this wagon. I've never sought entry onto this that, wagon. Do you want me to reread that story? Please. I really don't. Do not. I definitely okay, Lou, don't Lou want said, you to do that. Uh, it was a great story, by the way. I have to emphasize, it was very great. And it, I, the, Story. That's the operative no, word no, there. It, it, was com- it was a narrative okay. con- concocted out of made-up words and locations that never existed other than Lou, in that gentleman's English, brain. says that all those locations are real, which makes me think it's just this... A British conspiracy. A British conspiracy to fuck with. Let's Americans. have a lock with the, with the Americans today. We'll yeah. pretend that on the wagon is a story based on Bartholomew Fauntleroy and his yeah. journeys to yeah. the in, in, in Flippin' Square. Square at the Eagle's Nest. They went there to the Black Heart. Yes. It, those are all bars from uh, the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Those are those are great bars. It's good bars. Uh, a, I like that movie. I, it doesn't. I don't know if it's. It's not amongst their greatest, but I, it doesn't hold up upon second viewing. But mm-hmm. in the theaters, the first viewing, the writing is so sharp; it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, the yeah, fight yeah. sequences go on too long. There's just too many bar brawls. Right? Are there any fight scenes that you really love? I just saw the raid because uh, randomly, my, my gay Boston friend says, "Let's go see the raid too." Oh, you, and then oh, I, oh, I had you the, hadn't seen the raid. I hadn't even heard of the raid, so I watched the raid. The raid is. Awesome. It's fun. Yeah. So, but this is a, a redheaded gay guy from Boston who wants to see the raid too. To this, which I replied, this is the other Steve? Oh, Don't say his name. I can look him up. Well, they, I said Steve. <laughs> yeah. Look up redheaded Steve. Redheaded gay guys from Boston named Steve who are not me. Yeah. Um, he wants to see the second one. Which to which I replied, Are you fucking gay? Are you even gay? <laughs> like, are, is does it wear off like a like like ecstasy? I mean. This is the ungayest thing I've ever heard, but I saw the raid one. It's intense, it's like it's amazing. fucking violent. It's a, basically the exact same plot as Judge Dredd or, or Dredd. Yes, they take uh, over a, they raid a, a building, yeah. and that's the movie. Yeah, and uh, and this one movie over, over. <laughs> movie plot over. It's it's but catching on. It's it it's is a good script over. It is narrative over, and then they just fight, and there's so machine intense. guns for ten minutes, and then they just decide, let's fight the rest of this thing out, yeah. which is great. But the fight, and every time two characters in a room, I know they're going to talk, and then they're going to fight. Not unlike a porn, when you see a man and a woman, it, 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 they're not going to both do monologues. You know where this is and then there's blackouts. This they're going to fuck. And the fight sequences were fucking awesome. Like they were otherworldly good. So I don't know what who made like what Gareth what, Evans. Was but the director? where was it? Like what in, Indonesia? Yeah, some horrible. Just looks yeah. awful. Like everything. Life is cheap. Just people dying left and right, but um, yeah, the raid was good. Yeah, it was made by a Welsh guy in Indonesia. Sure, why not? Yeah, uh, it reminded me of the John Woo movies where the action yeah. sequences. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed very very much. 
Uh, those don't quite hold up, but no. Um, but I did walk by all those locations in Hong Kong and thought, oh, two guys are going to put guns at each other's heads, right. and then doves are going to, yeah. in slow mo, uh, you know, fly out behind them. But it never happened. It was just Chinese guys drinking beer, yeah, yelling smoking. at each other, smoking cigarettes, holding them like upside down in right. a weird way, right. um, and squatting. A lot of squatting. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we do. We squat and smoke. Funny. <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, I, they live is a great fight scene. The super super, the super battle there between yeah. Roddy Piper and the black guy. The black guy, yeah. yeah. And, and what's that Clint Eastwood movie where he's got the monkey? Every which way but loose. No, Million Dollar and, Baby. Why can't I do that? That's funny. see, you got you. Yeah, oh, you got, he got the Morgan Freeman as the monkey, and oh, uh, you just mix up Bill Cosby and Morgan Freeman. Well, I was doing Bill Cosby making fun of you for laughing at my joke about Morgan Freeman. Uh, that's good. It's a lot going. It's dense. It's yeah. it's like a ter- it's like a terrine. That's how it works on Tuesdays this mornings. Does that work? I thought you meant the girl was a monkey. I didn't realize it was a Morgan Freeman reference. She's kind of monkey like too. She looks yeah. like a, no, but he. There's, it's there's also less one, racist, my way. One of those ones more sexist. Well, I, I I figured I could cover two bases. Right. Well, one person would think, "Oh, the black guy." You can please monkey. everybody. Oh yeah, I could piss off twice as many people. <laughs> but there's one of those fight movies, and he did in the '70s during the the low period of of yeah, uh, any which way but loose, loose or any which we can. You know, every which way, which way any which way you will. Sequel. I don't know the other. any which way but loose is the first one. Oh, okay, and then every which way you can. Okay. You are Rain Man esque in your abilities. I'm making shit up. Okay, good. Never saw. But it, there's though. a and the entire third act is a fight. Oh. A fist fight. Mm-hmm. That if you've ever been punched, you realize you get hit in the face once and you're like, I'm done. I got to go. I gotta you win. Go. You win. I, I'm going to lay down for five fight days. Fight over. And they just punch each other and throw each other through walls. It's like one of the best fight scenes like, I never from that era. the Steven Seagal movies because he never takes a punch. Like He never gets hit. It's just yeah, I don't, I don't get hit. That's not my thing. I, yeah, yeah. Such a fucking like you have to get hit every now and, he and then. He just sort of stands. He doesn't, and he just sort of waves his hands around. And, well, that's like, later. And breaks people's arms and, and later ones when he got really fat, he couldn't yeah, move. But I've never seen him kick. I've never. No, seen he's him. not a kicker. I've never seen. Not him. with that gut. He doesn't. The leg doesn't get high above the uh, pelvis. Yeah, and I'm sure he could kick all our asses, but still, it doesn't make it fun to watch. Like I was at a bar and they were playing the Bruce Lee movie where he's wearing the yellow jumpsuit. I don't know which one that is. Game of Death. Is it? Uh, just uh, on in the background, just not not with volume, and uh, it was awesome. It was also the eighteen beers I drank, but I just watched Bruce Lee, and I went, "Wow, he, I just, he knew, like, knew how to make it really awesome to watch." I think, but I was watching the raid, and I'm like, "They're they're speeding this up a little bit. They're pulling frames out. Like I'm uh-huh. figuring out how they make the yeah, fight. Yeah, they they overcrank it, or, or it was, oh, it was it definitely undercranked, and then I could I stopped it and was like, oh yeah, they pulled a frame out here, which makes the punches seem faster. Right, right. And obviously with the sound effects, but I don't think any of that Bruce Lee stuff was sped up or. Oh no, I think it was. Oh, it was yeah. okay. Then I I withdraw my appreciation of his work. Uh, and hack. But Ong Bak, have you seen that one? Yeah, Tony Ja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's really good too, uh, but yeah, I, I think that there's been a, an evolution. Osage, uh, no, the August the, Osage County. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Some of the fight the, scenes where the, the, she's talking. Too much you know, wire work. It's like I, I, no, it's emo- it was emotional. It was you know when she's yeah, but she's this, digging this into her about how she never you know uh, loved, w- her. W- loved her as a child. Yeah. You didn't hug me. And, yeah, yeah. That, I I go for the emotional fight scenes as well, but I I think that there's like back in the the 80s, I guess, they were much more fantastical. Like, you got, mm-hmm. you, like 
or you get like Jackie Chan doing these very clever things, but then it's too busy. It's too much like a yo-yo. It's, it's like, look at these tricks fun. I can do. It was, it was fun. Yeah, but the raid was was visceral. I believed yes. it, yeah, even yeah. though I know you can't be hit that many, many times. times. Like, wow, yeah, he's yeah. just pounding that right. guy's face into the ground until yeah. the fucking ground cracks. Like, and he keeps fighting. Yeah, I did like the crouching tiger. Uh, oh, yeah. very deliberately fantastical. Right, right, right. yeah, and that, that was sort of an ballet. homage to those those movies. Um, but they they managed to have it look and feel like it was actually happening, even though it was a reference to something so fantastical. Right, right. Um, but now we get some parkour stuff, like in in there was that, hard to beat. Yeah, like in that the, opening sequence of Casino Royale. Yes, and then the, the new Stunning. Uh, Captain America movie. Filmed uh, in yeah. Cleveland by two Clevelanders. Look it up. <laughs> Don't need what? to. Uh, but that, that has I haven't like, seen it yet. Is it worth it? Has, it? Oh, yeah, it's good. good but it has good. like this huge fight scene in it with like just, it, just for the sake of a fight scene. It's with mm-hmm. a, a villain who doesn't really show up, have anything to do with the plot, but it's just a kind of a badass fight scene. Um, I think the old boy scene which is shot kind of like an 80s video game. It's just this tracking shot left and right, yeah, and he is yeah. in an and, alleyway. And it's impossible, like, alleyway, because you're, you're just, it, it's just, yeah, it's left to right. and Right, but he just fights 10 guys, and he beats them this way, and then they fight back, and it's just all one long shot, yeah. and he gets stabbed in the back. Yeah. He doesn't notice it for a while. And he's got a hammer. I, yeah, he's just swinging at a bunch, and they all seem to have rulers for some reason, or some sticks. sticks. Yeah, they, yeah, people fight with weird shit in, in Korea. Asian movies, Korean but movies. Then, and then when they did it, like, so of course Spike Lee had to do it better, and he did not do it better. It was having studied with Spike Lee. I can say this um, from per- firsthand knowledge: he's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot. He's a loudmouth guy. Made one good movie, and everything else was like, "What the? F- what is this? Girl Six? All this shit?" But I know he's spinning in his grave. Is he still alive? Uh, he's spinning in his forty-two million dollar apartment in Brooklyn. I think he's, uh, he's still alive. The Knicks are dead. When he was teaching, uh, when I was taking his class, he wanted to make the Jackie Robinson story, and he was talking about how Hollywood wouldn't let him. And I finally saw Forty-Two, which was made by a white guy from Rhode Island, which makes I'm sure, again, Spike Lee spinning in his grave. Oh, yeah. I'm sure and he, it, he it, refused it, to see it. But it's a great story, Jackie. Yeah. For those who don't understand, there's a thing called baseball. And uh, uh, white white people white people. <laughs> All right. Do the do the new heart trying to um, explain Abner Doubleday ex- trying to sell baseball to Parker Brothers? I don't know that one. Oh, it's like oh, it's this game, and a guy stands here, and yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. no home sense. Play. And it's home play. Yeah, it, it's it's this ridiculous game we have in America that in the '40s they decided to let a black person play, and foolishly now they have just taken over the sport. <laughs> Um, ironically, Foolishly. well, they even say in the movie, they're like, they're going to take over the sport. And they're like, wink, get it? Because there's going to be one white guy playing He's a catcher somewhere for the yeah. Indians, I'm sure. Um, but Jackie Robinson was the first black guy to play. And uh, in the, uh, whatever, there was a Negro League, mm-hmm. which is several. now called just baseball. There were several Negro Leagues. Yes. Yeah. And it was a girls league, too, in the uh, World War II. That's the uh, league, league of their own. But he um, he tried out for the Boston Red Sox, and they booed him off the field. Like not not during a game, but like the actual Red Sox management like booed him off the field. And uh, he went and played with the Dodgers, the Brooklyn Dodgers at the time, which, which the Red Sox then were the last team to have a black player. I think it was like 1981 or something <laughs> like it was something like 1960. This was yeah. like 1947. But I saw this movie. And it's got um, Harrison Ford and a bunch of people I've never heard of. And it is the most muted, like, I, 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 nothing happened. Nobody had a big speech. Right. 
But they, they say the N-word quite a few times in it. Right. Um, that character actor from Firefly that everyone likes. Nate. Alan. Adam Baldwin? Alan Turdick. Turdick, yeah. He just stands off the sideline and just goes, nigger, 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 nigger. I was yeah. giggling like a little girl. Like, <laughs> he's right. saying nigger. I feel oh. like I'm in Asia. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm doing the show. Yeah. Oh, he must be a fan of the podcast. Uh, but I, I just felt nothing. It was just so flat and just, and then he did this, and then this happened. And, and you know, with, but replete with the, like all the inspirational, sweeping, swooning music. And I just went, this did is. Did they hire the Englewood Fleas to pull the Englewood Fleas <laughs> played over the, the end credits. All back. So. Uh, we've gone way over, by the way. Oh shit! Do we yeah, get, I'm hungry. We get, I gotta get out. We get overtime for this. Yeah, you, you you get time and a half for this. We should uh, start a new uh, Indiegogo for overtime. Get yeah. paid. Get us oh. lunch on Tuesdays. Overtime with uh, Tuesday's morning show. So, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, please tell a friend to listen. That would help us out a lot. Um, you want leave a review on uh, iTunes? You can tweet at us. That's at Nooner Dan Marty at Marty U at Dan Etheridge at Emily O'Hara at Stephen Kruger and at Bill Twatterson. It's Twitterson, sir. Tweet the uh, the 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 you, tropes. You do that every time. So do you, Marty? No, but I want to know so the, uh, what are the what are the catchphrases? What are the hashtag fuck Cleveland hashtag? Uh, oh yeah, send it. Yeah, here's listless that masturbation hashtag henchin. Yeah, uh, pink ascots. Uh, tweet us what you think. Pretentiousing. Good. good. Yeah, Chris uh, Brown mentioned that one. Um, uh, yeah, let us know what. Uh, what tropes you want on this T-shirt, and um, we might listen to you. Uh, we will come back next week. That's so, podcast over. Podcast over. Good day, mate. See you next Tuesday. If that fuck, time to if that fuck, time to if that fuck, time to if that fuck. If that fuck, time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Bop, 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 bop. Tip that fuck. 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 This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.